Yeah, do your thing. But we're recording, so. Oh, yeah? Well, yeah. Fuck yeah, we are. Absolutely. <laughs> he's got. He's, he's getting good at clipping. Yo, listen, so. dude. Not even just <laughs> yeah. that, but it's like I want dudes to be comfortable when we're on our way in. You know, I'll fucking, right. I'll do shit to it later. Well, it's nice because it's not live. You know? You're no. Right. And we could chill, have fun. You got what? The Woodford Reserve. Chapro got the Woodford bit, Reserve. We got bit. Mikey rolling blunts over there. Jab, you gonna give me a little shot of that? Yo, he's got paper so. cups up there. What's that? Uh, Johnny's got paper cups upstairs. Oh, we're, we're, we're. That's, oh, that's right for his, uh, yeah, his little water machine. Is he back in action yet? Cracking it. <laughs> That's all good, dude. He was at our meeting so Monday. This, this like virtual. Right so they call him Tata Arike, right? So basically, they were saying, like, he is uh, like one of the highest beasts in Cuba for the delivery. And they were saying that he was the one that was protecting Fred Castro. Oh, really? So when he died, like, a year later, Fred Castro died. So they kind of, like... Coincided with each other? Yeah. So, like, if you, like it's, a, it's like an hour and a half um, documentary about this guy and, like, the village and how they follow him and the religion and respected him. And then he always had a picture of Fred Castro and it was, like, he visited him and everything like that. No shit. So, basically, they were saying that the reason... They can't kill him because this guy was protecting him and his dad was protecting him. I believe him, man. It was, it was crazy. Now, this, this guy's Cuban, right? Yeah, he's Cuban. He's, and what's his name? He's uh, Tata Enrique. No doubt. No doubt. For anybody listening, we're, uh, we, we were just talking about assassinations and uh, a good one was the Fidel Castro assassination. And uh, that's pretty pretty nutty because they tried to kill him quite a few times. Over 100, 148. It was a lot, yeah. Yeah. A lot Everything of things you could think of, too. Like, trying to, like, even just torture type stuff, have his beard fall out, drug him. No shit. Well, like I mean, they they fucking funded him too, right? The yeah. U.S. funded him, put him in in place. Who was there before him? It was somebody, but notable. Who the fuck was it? But did you know why the people thought that he was the one that was gonna like overcome the depression and everything like that? So when he got voted in and he did his speech, there's, there's a video out there on YouTube. And being back to the Yoruban religion, the Santeria religion, Palo religion. A, a white dove flew on his shoulder the day he, he did his speech. Yeah. And so basically, like, the Cuban people went crazy. It was like, yeah, he's he's our savior. He's the one that's going to be. Yeah. No shit. So basically, the people was all for him. You know what I mean? I just came back from Cuba in December. And, like, this, people in America have the vision of Cuba <laughs> being, like, a depressed country. Right. Like, the people out there are... Very happy, very comfortable, like down to earth, no issues. You know what I mean? And then, like, you come to America, everybody's like this right here, all on their phone. Yeah, like, right. Everybody's on their phone. Nah, the kid. Like, kids out there just be happy with their rocks. Like, yeah. they paint rocks and playing with little. They be happy. They don't really celebrate Christmas because, like. Well, they have a, they have a better, uh, better understanding of not living with technology. And, yeah. and, and they, they, they have other ways to, to educate themselves and not be stuck. I, I mean, They've been isolated for so long. I I would love to be all the sanctions that the United States put on them for so many years and kind of strong armed other countries into putting sanctions on Cuba, too. Man, I went out there for four days and almost died not having a phone and speaking to nobody else. Like, I was just out of, like, out out of the world. But it was, after I was like, dope. I'm like, listen, I don't, like, it was just, I was more involved with what was going on around me, you know? Oh, yeah, more aware. Yeah. It, it was cool. Well, that's, uh, yeah, I wish a lot of our children could be like that, man. 
Yeah, my kids are fucking locked in. Yeah. <laughs> Video games, tune tablets. In, tune fucking, out. Right. So, I mean, either way, that that's it goes to show you. I was talking to Raph, too, about, like, Haiti and all that shit, too, and he was saying kind of along the same lines. They're, they're happy people. They're just, they've been getting fucked throughout history, and um, Cuba's a fucking great example of how we installed them and then fucking ripped them out. Yeah, I think the people in Cuba, the, the thing I, I like about the people in Cuba, right, is you go to school to be a doc, um, you go in there because that's something you want to do. That's not something, or you want to be a pilot, because you're making the same thing as a cab driver. You're making $20 a month. Right. So everybody's making the same, the doctor, the, the pilot, the the restaurant guy. So it's like, if you're going to do something for career-wise, it's something you really want to get into, because you're not going to spend eight years of study just to make the same amount of God I just driving cabs. Right, right. So, yeah. You know, that, that That's one thing that I like about the people, like, you go out there and you, you walk into the hospital, get fits, and you just leave. So, so you think it's the media that gives it like a real bad, like obviously Cuba and the media has been fucking, you know. Yeah. Communism's always been demonized, but that sounds like kind of a true form of communism. Oh, where yeah. Everybody splits the wealth, <laughs> splits the labor, they supposedly evenly. They got to justify they fucking leave. Like right. America right. got to justify like We did them wrong, but you got to make it look bad so we Oh, Make dude. it look good why we did them wrong. Yeah, well, that's that's another thing <laughs> that Raph was, Raph was saying democracy. about. Yeah, that's what Raph was saying Way about better than though. that communism stuff. It's like, look how terrible. They're all helping each other. It's awful. It's the worst. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who wants that? Yeah, you crush them and then make them fucking pay for it. Ugh. Insane. So let's get into why Fidel was assassinated. Why do you guys think he was assassinated? Well, he died. I mean, he wasn't assassinated. Oh, no, right? Actually, he died he, in old age? Yeah. yeah. But he... uh. I don't know. I want to say there were hundreds of attempts on his life. Yeah. He was known for having a body double, too, right? Like oh, I'm was, sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he he was loved for a while. I know that. He went went right over to Africa, fought in the war. <laughs> like, leader of the country, actually out in the field fighting on the front lines. That's crazy. So one thing che I learned, obviously did the same. So one thing I learned about there in Africa, like, you cannot talk about, like, the government out there. So they have, like, what they call snitch in a neighborhood. So if, if that guy hears you like talking about the government, he will call the cops and you will get locked up. No fucking way. It's like yeah, you consider like treason, but like you cannot talk about Damn. the government at like at home at all. Like you can't. They was like when I started talking about the cops, they were like, oh, no, 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 like you can't do that. <laughs> and they explained to me why, and it was like, well, you see that guy down there, like he he's the neighborhood snitch for the government. So if they hear you talk about the government, like he will call the cops and you get locked up. There. No shit. Well, <laughs> the, anybody that you know tries to go against them. It's it's still communist down there, right? It's still a communist yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. I think his cousin, oh yeah, his cousin took over. Oh, uh, so he passed away. So crazy how them like it stays within the family. Mm-hmm. You know what was that? We just had a coup too, right? What was it? Uh, over in Myanmar, Myanmar coup. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, didn't we just send like three hundred million over in aid to the like right. uh, troops well, are mobilized yeah. over there? Of course. Yeah. Yeah, naturally. But that's what I'm saying is, is like it's like these governments, like these communist regimes, like or that was a democratic regime, right, over there, and they were sure. like the government, the military ran up in them, and was like, yo, we're, we're taking over now. Yeah, I, I honestly haven't followed that too closely. Yeah, I, that's just from what I saw in headlines, man, was that they just ran up in there and like basically held all, like put them all in jail. Yeah, entire, sounds about right. The entire <laughs> government was like, yeah, put them in jail, dude. One year state of emergency, military state of well, emergency. I mean, look, look what. It happened to Gaddafi in Libya, you know? Sure. Yeah. The world le- a leader of a country allowed to be 
dragged down the street and dick put in his mouth. Uh, hmm. Brother was in prison for life, and I believe they released his brother and actually want him like involved in politics. <laughs> so That's like, insane. Yeah. He's, uh, he's willing to play the game they want him to play. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, then uh, the country's realizing, like, like, wait a minute, it, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's fucking nuts, man. Because that's what they want are the people that are gonna play ball. Like, yeah, you're gonna yeah. play exactly. With the fucking... He wasn't gonna play ball. He had his own gold backing. He was gonna like right. you know separate himself more. So it was uh, what's his name? Somewhere with Iran. Well, in Iraq with uh, Saddam. Oh, Saddam. Yeah, so, yeah. He had uh, another he had dude. Tons of gold. Another oh, there. Yeah, that's the tons thing. Of assassination. He didn't have tents. the weapons of mass destruction. He had gold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. gold and a he lot of American gold. money. A lot of American. A lot of money. oil. Yep. But that's another thing that, that goes back quite a ways. He did business with Bush's Bush Senior. Oh yeah, yeah. And fucking old. Even before that, early early eighties I we sold him a whole bunch of chemical weapons and things like that that they use he ended up using on his own people, so they say, and then that was for the war with Iran. So, you know, we gotta take a side so we'll send Iraq weapons. There's a picture out there of uh Rumsfeld shaking Saddam's hand of a short video clip from when he was over there to broker the weapons deal. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. Secretary uh, the, of Defense I mean, back then like, well, or something for Reagan. Bush Sr. was like director of the CIA, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. And then like... I, I believe mean, I, I believe I, they I named guess, the building after him well, recently. Grant, I, I was waiting for someone to say that was three letters. Well, Grant, I guess it had to be me. It's like, but like when we're talking <laughs> about assassinations, like that's what I was looking up on my phone before. I was just waiting for the Gary Webb talk because we were oh, talking yeah, about yeah, Contras yeah. and coups and... You know, in Cuba, well, well Nicaragua, yeah. and then the crack epidemic from the narcos and all that, you know, fueled by CIA. Freeway Ricky like, Ross, yeah. everybody. Somehow, was I, mean, I mean, Gary Webb killed himself with two gunshot wounds. Yeah, we'll be fair head, about that. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't assassinated. Just yeah. happened to write one of well, the most who it too, influential um, books on the subject ever. 200 million, you know, and I meet this guy out of nowhere that got 500 million. And I don't know what he's doing or what he's into, but I know he got five hundred million. I could I could get a billion. I could make a billion making business with him, mm-hmm. not knowing that he was a drug dealer. So we meet. That was like the the neutral ground for drug dealers and businessmen in America. You deal with the Colombians in in Colombia that was drug dealers, and then businessmen from America that was putting their money in Panama. Yeah, it was easy to wash. Well, it was everybody right? Wash the money. Was we were talking about Noriega. Oh yeah, in yeah. Panama. Yes, yeah. I, I was saying that. Um, Talking about the cartel days when I was young, I remember like it was yesterday when the Americans came and got you know New York. I was oh, like yeah. three, four years old, and I remember like tear guys, tear guys everywhere. Like I remember like my me, my sister, my grandfather was hollering us. Well, Panama's not that that huge, right? It's yeah. So yeah. it was probably a big big deal. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's what I was trying to get to. Also, before we were interrupted, was that um like what was it um shit Pablo's son came out and said that he was, like, exclusively working with the CIA, mm-hmm. like fucking Pablo was. How did drugs they come to America? Uh, oh, of course. Well, we're, we're, well it, i was been watching Narcos, and it's like... Still I haven't mean, checked it out yet. Oh, man, they were... Escobar wasn't really working with the CIA, but the, he was big enough that the CIA worked with other... Com, um, anti-communist um, guerrilla oh, yeah. troops that were mm-hmm. in Cuba, and then like somehow Escobar became a common interest between like the DEA and them. Well, that was the he, whole Iran well, well, Contra scandal too, right, chap? Like that fucking like Contras. Well, well, right, but um, 
I think it was Escobar joined forces with the communists to try to like overthrow the capital during the time when the capital was about to like. I think it was uh they're trying to extradite everybody. Eventually, and he had it, a, it was, he had a, uh, Escobar had a seat in yeah, he got Congress or Senate yeah, or whatever yeah. that they yep, have that. Yeah, yeah. in the but, Senate. Uh, I think it was yeah, yeah, Senate, Senate, Senate. Senate. And then they came After out. After he killed like half of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's one of the guys came out. One of the senators came out and was like, nah, bro, you're a fucking drug dealer. You are you kill people. And then he blew up the government building. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Uh-huh. Not going to let me be in <laughs> office? Okay. Cool. I put all the money in this country? All right. Cool. Same thing when he finally, when Columbia finally agreed to arrest him, put him in jail, they let him build his own jail. Dude, they, uh, you come know, and he, go as he pleased. It's so. We were just talking about that, but Noriega, he, he was saying that he didn't know he was locked up, but Noriega was locked up in Florida in a mansion that was just his jail that his family actually lived in. His wife, his kids lived in, but he was actually locked up. It was like, can't leave. Like, this is your jail, but at the same time, it was your, your, your home, which was weird. And then he got let go. Spain took over, took him, locked him up out there, and he had like a heart attack like a year into being locked up out there. Yeah, they they usually can't handle that type of shit. <laughs> Listen, I would never want to be locked up in a third world country. Like, I remember... No way. I used to get locked up in Panama when I was younger for curfew. Like, if you're 18 and younger, like, the cops will take you and just lock you up. Damn. So, I, even I would show them, like, I'm American. Like, I American passport. They was like, get your ass. The <laughs> and they lock me up and let me go, like, two, three hours later or whatever. Oh, <laughs> my, my aunt or my uncle would have to come, like, get me out of jail. Damn. But, yeah, like, listen, doing, like, out there, it's not like American Joe where you get food, you don't get bait, you don't get, like, it's probably 20 dudes in the cell. It's like 20, 30 dudes, and depending on what block you're from, you're missing with different gangs. Yeah, that's <laughs> wild. That's fucking wild. But that's that's why guys like Pablo or Noriega got prisons like that. What were they? They were just saying how uh, Pablo's hippos. Are going fucking rampant over there. Like he had a like a hippo. Fuck, he had a hippopotamus over there, and they started breeding and shit. He had a zoo, didn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he didn't have a zoo. He just bought whatever animals yeah. he wanted and just had them. And then yeah, he said they're they're going crazy over there, they're like attacking people and shit. Fucking wild. <laughs> you know. But all right. So fucking, what's your guys' favorite assassination though? Like Tommy, Gary Webb. All right. I so like, I was just talking about it, favorite. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. definitely up there. Well, I have I have a few favorite assassinations. Assassination <laughs> I mean, there's some I don't mind talking about, but I'd be lying if, like, I mean, obviously there's so much information around, like, the whole JFK and all the weird crap, too, between JFK and, like, Lincoln, like, the weird, like, you know. Consistencies. Like, dual, like, yeah, connections and, like, backwardness of some of the names and stuff involved. Like, I don't know about how much all that is true, but that always, like, was interesting. But the whole Yeti Web thing and, like, the actual legitimateness of Maybe not all of his stories that were confirmed, kind of like all of those, you know, the guys coming out now with all the UFO tales and stuff like that. But, right. like, you know, but as far as this goes, you know, a dude that saying all this stuff about the CIA and stuff that really lines up as far as, you know, the cocaine movement. Right, so, crack so for anybody part. listening, who was Gary Webb? Gary Webb, he was a uh, CIA, just look, I don't, like I don't know if he was like an interpreter. I thought, I thought I he died in a plane crash. No, he, uh, he killed it says by suicide okay. but if you look up how they found him he had two, yeah, two bullet two, wounds to the back of the head to the back of the yeah head. and they found him in his truck or something yeah that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. yeah yeah so is suicide it's yeah. totally possible it suicide ruled suicide it's like which to anybody it's like that's insane like 
it, it's insane. <laughs> it just so, doesn't happen. So he was a CIA. He worked I'm for the trying, CIA. I just looked it up too because I wanted to make sure I was actually spoken on this before I started. But I course. thought he was just a. I thought he was a journalist. That's what I thought. Was a reporter. And no, and no he I didn't actually, think he ever actually had ties to the CIA. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. He is an American journalist. Yeah. Yeah, he wrote Dark Alliance. Like, that's a must-read yep. book. Yep. Dark Alliance. Dark Alliance. It's pretty much what got him killed. I don't know shit. That book. Right. Yeah, but he was speaking on like the Contras and stuff right. in Nicaragua. Um, He's the one who basically linked Freeway Ricky Ross to the CIA and the Contras and all of that. I mean, his journalism basically linked all of that. I believe he even kind of met up with Freeway Ricky Ross while Ricky Ross was in prison. Gary Webb. Yeah, 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 before he killed himself. Yeah. Oh, sure. Two gunshot wounds to the back of the head. Which that was. But yeah, legit. I mean, it's like, you know, Ricky it, Ross anything. didn't even have any clue. It's, and that's just like yeah. a, a microcosm and shows you how easy it is for the CIA or any of these groups to manipulate people because, I mean, Ricky Ross was the biggest of the crack era and he had no idea. He just, you know, had a had an endless supply to, uh, from the plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. It just goes to show you how how much of a network there was for the the drug trade. Like it's it goes to show you like the stories like that where people actually start to link shit is when they get killed, <laughs> they get suicided, and well, when they they got to stop talking, they just even even though it, they, people might not close. be able to confirm, you just keep talking. It, it does people start listening. The more you talk, I mean, same thing with this show. There's like more, you know, people listen. But right. there's so many of this now. But back then, I think it was like late 90s, like 97, yeah, 98 or something like that. He got late. killed. But like. Well, a lot of them are turning that, out to be true. But. Exactly. But that's what I mean. There wasn't so many, you know, in order to find or hear about stuff like that, it had to be from a published book or an author or something like that. Right. You, you, there wasn't internet platforms in, in 97. Not really. Like you did have like some internet, but it wasn't to the point well, where there the was like big the big wigs had some sort of an internet. It right. wasn't, it wasn't exactly. AOL there was, there was shit, nobody yeah. able to really go out on there and make their own little platform and movies or podcasts and stuff like that. That wasn't really a thing until now, you know. So it's a little not, shortwave radio. So for someone like him, they tried. They tried to like keep it quiet. I yeah, guess. I think that's my cue for me to go. Uh, yeah, I'm not trying to get killed <laughs> by suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of those things, man, where you got like uh, uh, an establishment against you, and you get close to the truth, and they're like, "Oh man, we got to fucking off this guy." Repetition too. You keep talking about it. You keep going out. You know, it's like at least they silence you. It's like look at uh, what or if they don't kill you, they they make a fool of you, like Alex Jones. Oh, they take away your they take away your credibility. All that. Right. They're not dead, but they're they're. You know, a lab socially, socially dead. Yeah, exactly. I used to listen to Alex Jones a lot. Yeah, I did. Really, early twenty, early two thousand. What's your favorite fucking Alex Jones? He's been at it for a long time. Oh yeah, I first heard him in the late nineties. I started listening to him early two thousand. I would say late two thousands for me, but it's. I can't even front. It's been recent for me. Yeah, but absolutely, he's more entertaining as of late. But like, you know, it's. Because it became more and more of an act, but when he yeah, was selling nut. all the products, he is absolutely. Shit, but, but even like a nut, you know, his his, his first videos and things like that were amazing. Though, like the the martial law ones, um, even his book nine eleven, the road to tyranny, Bohemian Grove, 
stuff he did obviously is like legendary. Who knows how oh, he was able to yeah. get in and do all He'll that. He'll at least video, get you to a point where you're like, wait a minute, you know, and make it kind of go look it up on your own. And you might not, like, he might not be right about that, but you might find something like, you know. So where do you think, Alan? I got introduced to Alex Jones back in 2012 <coughs> by a dude that I used to deliver to, right? And he would talk to me about uh, New World uh, Order. Yeah. And you know, not knowing my membership, he's like, oh, yeah, New World Order, Freemasons, and, uh, Illuminati, and all this. So I started listening to it, and I was like, it was funny, but entertaining to me. Like, when, it, when he talks about Freemasonry. Right. Like I, I love to be like researching YouTube and think what people think oh, about absolutely. you know the membership and certain things and I'm like man I there's some shit <laughs> I had my uh but yeah so like I, Alex Jones introduced you to all that bullshit right like so like he I, for me like he's just so wild like he's fucking crazy so, yeah. some he's no no question but some of this shit is like. Well, like, I mean, I, it's not, I don't put it past these people, but at the same time, like, he jumps right out the fucking window. Well, like I said, I think he's an entertainer first, especially these yeah, days. Gotta, and, yeah. like, he, like, and there, he, he throws in some licks of truth, but then throws, like, you know, gay, homo, frog, like, you know, yeah, whatever. That's, some, that's, like, another thing that was actually manipulated. If you look it up, he was actually right about that. <laughs> they did. What? I mean, there's a Popular Mechanics article. I have the magazine at home where. They, they changed I mean, the gender of a frog. Well, with yeah, with the the medications or whatever they well, right, did a they control can be either sex. Yeah, so I mean, he, he wasn't saying gay frogs necessarily, right? But, but it, the way he does, yeah, it he is was a so overamped because and, he do, that's he plays that that way though. Oh, that's, sure. what's, that's what's kept him on the air. That's like having, six hours on the radio. You got to, you know what I mean. You got to have some type of that, stick. Yeah, I believe because. Cuba, we were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so crazy too. We, we should get back to. Yeah, we should get back. Yeah, that was cool. That was way cool. Before we get into touchy topics. Yeah, uh, that was way cool. All right, Alvin, your favorite assassination attempt or or assassination? Like so, I said, I know you guys. Funny didn't term, have a lot. just favorite assassination. Listen, I told you I have favorite ones. <laughs> I don't really. I, don't, I won't say I have favorite ones. There's ones that I question that I would wish that um that I I question and I and I. Fine, but I think I solved it. Would be the Tupac, oh, well, because I, like I, I I feel like he he beat a case that killed two cops in Georgia. Right, right. He shot right. the cops right. up. And how can you get away with murder? The fastest, the easiest way to get away with murder is you know what the cops was looking for, right? Right. So if you're a cop, you know what the other cops was going to be looking for, and the easiest way for you to, you know, did you beat a case is I feel like they, <laughs> the cops killed him. Did you see that there was a uh, rolling sixties prips that took credit for that? There's, who is it? Trey D. I think his name is. He's like a, a rapper. rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trey, Trey D. D. Or he's an old dude, like fucking old as shit. But he said that they were there that night. Orlando Anderson. I'm not just shitting on him, mm-hmm. fucking. But like, this is what I read not too long ago. He's on. He's in like Vlad TV talking this right, shit. Right, right, yeah. Like he's like saying he killed Tupac, bro. I like to take credit for that. Like it, back in in the gang history, they were saying another neighborhood. Uh, Clip neighborhood took over it. Well, that's uh, took the credit for that. Um, they do like uh, they celebrate it or some shit out there. Uh, what's this? Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of the set, but um, they they have 60. connection with uh, Notorious B.I.G. Connection with that Crip set, which is in the east side of Compton. Is which is the set? Like a lot of people don't realize, like Tupac was actually gangbang and he was actually a power root because dealing with um Shug Knight, you know, yeah. and um. Another set, Crip set that that's connected to Notorious B.I.G. basically claimed that. So how can somebody else from the Hoover, yeah. which is on the opposite side right. of Los Angeles, 
Yeah, I mean, well, they just said that they were in, they were with Orlando Anderson mm. when he got stomped out, and then they were like, "You want, you want to get where, back?" Where was they? Because there was like a whole bunch of. It's Vegas. Dude, it's Vegas. There's more cameras anywhere yeah. in the world, probably in Vegas. Oh, I trust at me. that time, like, I'm just saying this dude's, this dude's on like shit, like Vlad saying. <laughs> no, I, I saw, I saw, I definitely saw the clip. Like Vegas is like the vacation for gang, Los Angeles gang members. Yeah. yeah, I know a lot of my friends that from both sides that like, goes out there Las Vegas and like do some New York for my set and do some Los Angeles for my set. Like it ain't don't even really know each other, but they have meet Las Vegas. Like oh shit, you. You from the hood now? Nah, I'm from New York part of the hood, but yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> fuck it, we gonna chill. Yeah, and it's, it's so. Love. All right, so you think the cops killed him? Oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm about a good, you know, fifty percent. Like, think about this: how can they not solve? How can they not solve something that's been like twenty years in? And like, I mean, so like, I feel like the easiest way they got they that can't famous last it. picture of him too. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like something in his eyes. He's looking like he knows he's about he to die. It doesn't look like he was wrong. posing for a picture. The one from the passenger seat there. How he, many pe- how many people do you know that kill cops and get away with it? Not many, not many at all. Not to mention he. Well, well I think he was shot in New York before that incident happened in yeah. Georgia or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah, the shot there. There was two. What was there? Two police officers that were arrested in that shit too, right? Like some like conspiracy with like Orlando Anderson or some shit. I heard too. No, I don't know about that. I don't either. I know. I know he was shot. You know, in the lobby going into a recording studio. Yeah, in that's New York City. It all off, yeah, yeah, that's when he. Oh, but he, I, he I was robbed. just. I didn't remember if that was before or after. It was before the co- shooting the cops. Yeah, it was before. All right. Well, that's that's another thing that sucks, man. Is when you when you live a life like his, man, you bring a lot of attention, a lot of attention, and people will come get them chains. People will, you know. But only not only that, he wasn't bringing attention in the streets, uh, only in the street, but even to the government, the stuff he was speaking oh, about. Oh yeah, you know. So it's like this Duke of uprise his, a his whole family were real. Black Panthers, Panthers. Yeah, yeah, founders Panthers, of the Black bro. Panthers. His his aunt's in Cuba still, Asada, yeah. right now. She's still on the run from the FBI in in Cuba. <laughs> but since like the early seventies or something, right? Yeah, somebody told me when I was about there. My godfather told me he's like, "This man, if you ever want to rob a bank or run away from the police, bring that shit in cash and go to Cuba. Go to Cuba. They're <laughs> <laughs> not asking shit. It was nice though. I, I mean, if you see Cuba, it, it's nice. I love it. Like. Love the culture out there. Love the people out there. It's just different. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be beautiful. Yeah. I, I think I, I love Cuba more than I love my own country in Stop. Panama. Listen, I went to Panama like <laughs> right before I went to Cuba, and, and then I went in there in the middle of a gang war. Oh no! And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm and my family originally are from like a small country town, right? Like jungles. I'm talking about when it's seven o'clock at night, you cannot see outside. So for Gang violence to hit a town like that. I'm oh, wow. like, what up? Like, dude, dudes went in there, booed a dude face off right in front of his mom, shot his mom, and told her to shut the fuck up and mind her business and get in the house before she get killed. So now, what's going on over there? Why is there so much so much violence? Uh, different gangs. So like the gangs out there, it's it's like two dudes that's calling the shots. Two different gangs. So the dudes are the ones with the money. You right. know, it's, it's pretty, basically no jobs out there. And the government sucks. So, like, government get aid from America and they pocket most of the shit. Of course. So, it's like the people, they're not putting it into the people, giving them money, giving them jobs. So, they go to the neighborhood drug dealer where I could get drugs and make money and feed my family. So, these guys, they, they make the calls. They, like, listen, 
this guy fought it too hard next to me. I need you guys to <laughs> kill him. And they will literally kill it in front. There could be 20 cops. They're, you sent that word to kill, kill that guy. They're killing that guy in front of the 20 cops. And that's that's basically what's going on. So I can admit I'm out there trying to enjoy my vacation and people are getting killed left to right. Like literally it's like three, four people getting killed every day. And I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm like, I need a gun out here. I'm like, how much so is a gun? A thousand dollars. I'm like, how do you, if a gun costs a thousand dollars out here, like where are these people getting a fucking thousand right. dollars for to, to buy a gun? Cause you motherfuckers you gotta getting, eat first. Right. Like the most, my, my, my cousin out there, he's like a chief in the fire department. He makes $500 a month. So how are you getting a thousand dollars to buy, just, just to just go buy to a gun? Buy a weapon. <laughs> So it's like, it but it's like it, it's almost as like more necessary than a car, right? At that point, yeah, you know what I mean. Why? It's like because a car's just gonna get you robbed and get that car. Taken. Why are they fighting? <laughs> like, what, what what are they fighting over? It's basically, uh, it's like a drug. The wish cartels just want to take over kind of thing. Gotcha. That that's the best way to put it's it. The same thing just that was happening shit. in Somalia. It's the same thing that happens in a lot of these countries where it's like, sure, there's like one group that has. America's consent right now right. is getting the money. They're just taking it, and the cops are just basically paid to protect them. They don't give a shit what people are doing amongst the, themselves, like anymore. It's like, and that's why they had like that's what a lot of these countries like do in these. I, I don't even know what you would want to call them. Like they're they're just little tribal well, it's, like it's, warfare. It's common states. for a leader to get into place, take a bunch of money, and then move his family. Exactly. Himself the fuck out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. So, well, so there's like this one dude everybody's looking for to kill, which is like the head dude. They can't fucking find it. Right. He switched up cars every time. And so happy, like my, my uncle, he just did 25 years and got deported. This kid that everybody's looking for. Deported from, <clears throat> from excuse America. Me, oh, yeah, from, from America back from to America, Panama. America back to Panama. So this dude that everybody's looking for, my uncle know him because my uncle was one of the crazy dudes. <laughs> when he then when that kid was growing up, so when he was like, "Oh shit, he's back in Panama!" Like, I gotta see what he's about. Is he coming out here to take over? Or is he's coming out here minding his business, right? So like the dude comes in. My uncle was telling me story. Like, yeah, this dude came to me, asked me what I'm, you know, I'm like, dude, I'm not trying to bother with any of that shit. Whatever you got going on, you take over. He taking picture with the dudes, <laughs> and other dudes is telling him like, "No, you can't be around this dude. You can't be taking pictures with this dude because right now he's he's Wanna. like the most wanted dude out here." He's like, shit, I don't fucking know. I'm just my third week out here. How the fuck am I supposed to know this motherfucker is, is, is most wanted in Panama? You know, so. Let's hang out to this party. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the dude invited him. He's like, welcome come home. hang out with me. You know, welcome home. He's just drinking stuff like that. And my uncle was going to go, but one of my cousins told him, like, nah, we got to go do something. I got two females. You had to face something. Like, yo, I got two females over here. Let's go over here. My cousin, my uncle was like, yeah, go drink, go f- females. Go drink, or go females. Like, fuck, I'm going to go see the females. And that's what basically probably saved his fucking life. Because everybody that comes next to that fucking dude is dead. I you know how that pussy does it. Even his fucking lawyers. <laughs> like, the dude lawyers was getting killed out there and shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I don't, I th- I don't think anybody's exempt, right? No. In that, no. In, that just, mm. in that type of, like, system. Well, like I said, the, Cartels like, are the, like, the cops are just, too. like, running They're defense ruthless. for the people that are, like, in control. And then, like, everybody else is like, nah, I'm not getting into that. And I mean, we have real, real poverty here in America, but nothing like in these other countries where, like you were saying, like the kids will literally play with rocks. You see some of these kids that end up coming over to be athletes and stuff. It's like, 
grew up with a milk carton as a baseball girl. Well, we have and the, we have the surveillance. We have it that hitting like, bottle you know, caps instead of a baseball because you don't have but and I, use anything and genuinely not know where your next meal is coming from and to go from having some money and like you said, be able to make some money whether it's with drugs, whatever, to go to be that poor, easy choice what to what to make. Like I said, like the cut the gels out there, you don't get a meal. You're not guaranteed a meal like the gels out here. So like the the only time you get a meal is your family literally cooks and brings you food. So the fucked up part, the stories that I heard is say uh I go around, I kill some random dude, right? And his fucking family's heartbroken about it. And I go to jail about it. So what happens out there is that kid mother could make a plate of food, grind grass out, grind, oh, yeah. grind fucking uh, <coughs> glass in it, uh-huh, and yeah. delivers it. And I'm, I don't fucking know. I think it's coming from my mother. And I just right. fucking charm this shit up, not knowing the shit is killing from the inside out. Right. Whoa. And that's shit that happened out there. Revenge, bro. <laughs> that's, how Revenge. They, that's how they killed uh, Nino Shibeta in Oz. <laughs> oh, HBO show. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude, Oz is old school. Yeah, grinding up the glass. Oh, man. That's lunch every day. Weird. That's brutal. Bro. Weird show, man. Weird, <laughs> what a, what weird a... prison show. Yeah, but I mean, oh, those yeah. those countries, though, you get into Panama, you get into South America, like, mm. this shit is fucking wild. You can't go down there. You get kidnapped. Oh, well, yeah, like, you were talking about Africa. It's like it's crazy. It's like there's Which so part? many places. Like exactly, and there's I want so many know. places. It's like, and I I don't even know about the Middle East. I can't even chime in on like what it could like. It's crazy. well, the white man has destabilized Everywhere. anywhere that has people of color in it, whether it's Central yeah. America, South America, the entire continent of Africa, the Middle East. I want to go with uh, try to do it to the Far East, but there's too many people there. So we kind of have to. My goal do a lot more intelligent stuff. My, my goal before I turn forty is to visit South Africa. Word, yeah. Before I turn forty, For I what? feel like because like South Africa, people don't realize South Africa is very advanced. Right, like, one yeah. of the most besides that, you know, like <clears throat> the northern part, like Nigeria and all that. South Africa is way advanced. Like I had this girl I dated that was from Zulu. Um, like her sister got her degree out here and like moved. To South back to South Africa, she makes more money in South Africa than she would make in America. Oh, and shit. you know, I seen pictures out there, and I was like, "That's lovely." Like yeah. they, they literally have mansions and in, in, in like lovely areas, and then it's like anywhere in America, like you have like the 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 upper class, middle class, and like literally the fucking hood. So it's like like when they paint picture, people think Panama is fucking. Bad as hell. But when you look at actually the city of Panama, you you think that you're in New York City, right? So yeah, it's a the same everywhere in Africa. They make it look like it's run down, or if it's not, people starving on the streets. <laughs> then it's you know people still <laughs> still living out. Who is it? Uh, Akon in the jungle <laughs> build, building a city over there. Yeah, built. I think it's borderline yeah. almost built right. like a advanced uh city out there, and they all uh moving on cryptocurrency. Yeah. They got their own shit. Dope. Yeah. I mean, what, there's 54 or 56 countries on the continent, but everybody has the same picture of Africa, it seems, that's portrayed to us. It's just like it's like a run down. Yeah, it's all like, <laughs> yes, it's all like Somalia in the 90s with people just in poverty. And it's not like that at all. It's a big but, media thing. But the thing is, I one thing I know, uh, I, like I study gangs. So I know, like, the gangs out there are no fucking joke. Right. Like, they had some shit called, like, the number gangs, but it was, like, the 26th 
the 26th, the 27th, and 28th. We got to have a whole episode on this. <laughs> you know, yeah. So it's like, dude, like, <laughs> like out there, it's like if you're not in the gang, you're like basically they bitch. And it's right. like you're either going to be they bitch or you're going to be dead. So you pick, like, I'm going to be somebody's bitch or I'm going to be somebody's dead. Or you're going to be somebody's bitch until you get into the gang or you're going to get killed the minute you walk in there. So, yeah, I saw it. I saw a documentary years ago where they were talking about that, and like the gangs literally will will go take over entire buildings, mm-hmm. you know, apartment buildings that are you know tenement type buildings with five hundred apartments in there. They'll extort every single tenant in there, take the money Carter. from them. Yeah, pretty much like the Carter, exactly. It's it's like yeah, and the, these gangs would have different buildings and end up running them right down till everybody would leave or everybody was paying. Yep, them. Landlords couldn't collect rent, nothing. Well, they have a show, such show of force that you're. What are you gonna do, dude? Yeah, you're gonna be that yeah, guy. They're, they're gonna, gonna kill dudes you. out front. You're gonna be the example. Standing guard. That's dude. what happens. You're the example. Apartment flex pirates. <laughs> well, who was it? The gangster <coughs> disciples did that shit. Oh yeah, the GD. Oh, the GD mm-hmm. did that. Yeah, but it, that, they had that one really big building that they knocked down. What was it in Chicago? They were killing cops, sniping cops. Oh yeah, from yeah, the fucking, yeah, yeah. Bro, they had the whole fucking building. Punched out the walls through the apartments, bro, so they can just. <laughs> yeah, insane. I was, I was, I was, I was thinking they was gonna give this dude uh, a pardon too. Who? Uh, what's the dude that started the GD? Hoover. Larry Hoover. I, I, it was his name. Yeah, yeah, I think it was Larry Hoover. Yeah, but they, they just they were talking about it. They floated they, his name out there. No way. Just, really? But the thing is, that's the that. thing. They they did, but they 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 put out an article like a couple like a week ago that he's still involved in the shot corner of the GD. No. <laughs> so way. they basically like. Got him in the Rico. Like, dude already doing, like, 10 times fucking life. Right. So they just added him in the Rico. Like, gave him another 20, 30 years and shit. Just was like he, was he, like, from the Bronx? Was he the Bronx dude? Or no, 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 no. No, he was Shottown. Really? Hoover? Yeah. He was born and Oh, bred. I'm thinking, um... He was an animal, bro. But, like, I now, do you think with that, real quick, do you think with that, them tying him into a Rico act, do you think that's just like a political gig? Like they're just trying to fucking not let him out? Like he's done a lot of positive things too. Mm-hmm. So I, like I, I mean, really don't know. Like, well, I, like those, like those Chicago got. They need to do something in Chicago. Something shit's wild. It's fucking Chicago is the thing I, I visit out there. I mean, it's a beautiful city. Don't get me wrong. Like I love Chicago. It's one of the cities, the most beautiful cities I've seen in America. But when you have like a twenty. The thirty block radius, but it's just like killing. Like me and my friends, we go play chess in this area, and it's like seven o'clock. It just turned dark. This means you hear gunshots, major gunshots. You're like, oh yeah, that's how people go back to New York. Mm-hmm. Like, and and it's like, and it's just one area. And Chicago is like a big city, but it's it's, it's so much killing there. But you got like hundreds and two hundreds a day. Like something, something yeah, gotta change. See. On the weekend, 50 something people shot. Yeah, something gonna change. I remember it was like a video a couple of years thing, back man. when like it's a like cop said. It's kind of like, you know, it's like <coughs> they just contain like the madness, but they don't really yeah. do anything. They don't do anything. Anymore, they, no. I just seen no, that they can't. did that in Panama. Like they gentrifying Panama right now. Like the, the neighborhood that I grew up in is just like fucking trash. <clears> and then it just built like these, uh, what you consider like projects. They built like 134 projects. And they moved everybody from the city into these projects. Ugh. And basically, you got to remember, you got 136 buildings, 24 apartments in there. And you just randomly putting people in there. Right. And people are going because, like, they're coming from a beat-up apartment to a brand-new apartment. They're going to go, but not realizing that you're missing in a 
whole bunch of different gangs, and it's not like yeah, people are gonna beef. We don't, don't stop together. beefing now because we live in the same building, right? Like they first year or two when they first started getting people in there, even to this day, they still fucking shooting and killing each other because you got you missing in different gangs, and that's same thing with Chicago. GDs beef with, with GDs and Latin Kings and Latin Saints and all that stuff. Like the the what was the other gang that was weird named? It was like the well, they had uh, what the Vice Lords out there. Vice too. Lords, yep. There was one that was like they were of, huge. They peace, still the are peace, huge. The P Stones were out there. They oh, were yeah, huge. Black P Stones, yep, yep. They still are. Devin Told Malone. you, bro. Listen, dude. I, when I, I first we went to Cali, I met a P Stone dude. <laughs> the Mob Gang shit. <laughs> I went when I first went to uh, not Chicago, California. When I first went to visit California, I met a dude from Chicago that was Black Peastone. and I didn't know that it was a difference between the California Black Peastone and the Chicago Black Peastone. So I'm like, yeah, I'm telling him like, yeah, you know, T. Roger, you know. Uh, he was like, I don't know who the fuck is, <laughs> like, uh, you know. So I was like, oh, okay. And then later on, I once I decided to educate more, my, educate myself more about the the street game in Chicago. And I realized this, this is the different, you know. Yeah, and you never know. You never really know. I shouldn't get you in a bad spot too. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be like if, if they're like not, nah, like they they beefing and shit. Right. And, and listen, everywhere shit. I go, I look at the tags. Listen, when I go to a neighborhood, and I'm going to see a, a girl just walking by. The first thing I start looking at is the walls <laughs> and see yeah. what tags, what tags is on there, because I, I need to know either I'm going to be. In a situation where I need to get the hell out of there, or I'm all right. Oh, I know these. I know a couple of dudes from this neighborhood, from that set. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm, I should be all right, you know. But like, still sucks. Still sucks yeah. having to fucking even worry about it, you know. But no, man, it's a certain place I don't even go to because I I just know like, you know, what they say like live by the sword, die by the sword. So it's like I I wait for the time like I I see a dude that. I did some fucked up shit too, and he was like, "Oh, now I see." <laughs> and, and my fear, and and, I, and I, my fear is, is me taking a train or a bus and being with my son. Yeah, that's no and I had to literally show my son a whole different side that he doesn't even like need to see. see. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, like, you, man, listen my, to same. my son. My son swear I'm a square. Hey, <laughs> man, I, I'm, I'm. That's good. Leave yeah. it like that. Yeah, for sure. But like, if that ever comes down, when I see some dude that I have a problem with, and I'm with my son, I have to like literally, I listen because dudes, I know dudes that literally kill dudes and and spit in their kids, you know, slice their kids' face and shit like that. Yeah, they kill their parents. I know? think that's one of those times, man, where it's time to show out. Like that, just to be honest. Like if you're if I if I have my child and you're gonna approach me with my child. Yeah, go a little extra. Hey, <laughs> no, for real. No, for yeah, real though, because because you're making a statement now. Like yeah. you, you approached me with my child, and on top of that, my kid needs to know that this is the length that I'm gonna go for you, even if I am leaving here in handcuffs. It is what it is. I'm, I'm snapping next. Judge by yeah. twelve and <laughs> carry by six, right? No, for <laughs> real, for real though, man. My kid could always come see me in prison. Yeah, just, I'd rather I'd rather have it be for protecting them for them some dumb Listen, shit. I will fight the fence, man. Like, listen, I'm with my kid. Like, dude, it, it has to be a boundary when you see someone. Right. Like, you know, don't touch females and kids. So it's like, dude, I'm with my kid. Like, yeah. But motherfuckers, some people, like, I know for a fat people wake up and see they stuff in the mirror and, and, and see shit. And it's like, I can't wait to see this fucking dude. I'm yeah. fucking kill him. You know? So yeah. it's like, I know I would. Wild. <laughs> Wild West. But anyways, all right, let's get back into the assassinations. Chap, yours, what do you got? I don't know, man. I've always been 
fascinated by the Kennedy one just because of all the, the aspects. And so do you think it's Woody Harrelson's father that did it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I think it was a whole, I don't know. It, it's, there's so much information and disinformation on that one. That's why it's just always kind of caught. But didn't they catch the dude that killed? All right, so, so yeah. Lee Harvey Oswald. I don't really know. Well, yeah, no, they, no. Caught, they caught Lee Harvey Oswald started, supposedly. They started square one. If Alvin doesn't really know what's <laughs> up with JFK, I don't. I really don't. He, I mean, he uh, supposedly was shot by a guy from like third, third floor window of a library. He has to be a fucking great sniper. Right? Yeah. I mean, they've basically proved that it's impossible. I mean, there's the magic bullet theory where, I mean, just the way that the bullets traveled and everything supposedly like went through JFK and then took like a sharp 90 degree right and went into the senator's hand that was sitting in front yeah. of him. And, but, I mean, I've always gone with the, the I, I I think the one who shot the grass, him. you know? There was a, well, there, there were a couple people with me, I'm sure. It's just weird, the whole day. I mean, there was, it was a hot day. You got the one, we talked about it on one episode, the, the babushka lady. She was just like totally out of place, this Russian type older woman standing there. They could never find her. She's like the only witness that they weren't able to find from the Zapruder film. Um, Woody Harrelson's father was really there. Like, he was fucking allegedly there with the fucking, yeah. what were they called? There was like a whole bunch so of them. So what, what do you think really happened? Though? I don't know why they wanted to kill him. I mean, uh, he, uh, he, they he, controlled he, the Kennedys pretty well, but I think... The, it had to do with the banks. Really, I thought. Uh, he, he, I think I, there was a well, shot. I thought he was going against the Federal Reserve. Well, he? all right. So let's 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 get back back to like the election of JFK. All yeah, right? they totally JFK's, rigged election. JFK's father was uh, bootlegging with monsters back in the day, right? Like this is like a hundred percent. I seen that in a Netflix show, right? So like he was really bootlegging with the mob. So like when they were trying to get JFK elected. They went to the mob and were like, yo, we need you guys to turn out the unions. We mm-hmm. need the fucking unions. They do it, right? They He gets in the office. He gets elected. He takes Bobby Kennedy, right, uh, and puts him as the district attorney. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Was, right. He makes it his mission to go after the mob. And he was from Chicago, right, Bobby? Uh, they were, they were sure. New Englanders, I think. They were. But I think I, I think the Bobby, I thought Bobby was from um, Chicago because he was going after the Chicago mob. No, he was going after all of them. He was the, he was the United States Attorney General. Mm. So like he was like, no, we're we're cracking down. We we're doing all of it. And they, his they, assassination also is crazy. Yeah, didn't definitely did not happen the way they say it happened. I think that's what the the government is doing now. Like the gangs, they like takes. Fucking throwing week all left to right and fucking oh, smoking them. Yeah. Georgia and New York right now. Giuliani, that casting over two times shit, bro. <laughs> Smoked his boots. Not even that. Like I have friend my, um, but one of my friends from uh from L A, um, Matt Ronald from the twenties. He's like one of the OG dudes. Um, real cool dude. Known him from back in the days and shit. He just got caught in Rico like two three months ago. So Georgia has their own Rico law. So like these dudes, these rolling twenty dudes from Georgia. Atlanta was hothead doing a whole bunch of shit, and then he was basically being on the phone with them, just being the OG. He got hit with the RICO law. He's like fifty three years old. Damn. Yeah, well, they they instituted the RICO law for the mob, right? That, that like, was that was how Giuliani brought down the mob. Yeah, that's just, right. And, and and conspiracy, bro. When you're doing fifty years on a fucking conspiracy charge, because you did 
have a phone call with someone. Who knows? Well, they didn't have it maybe tapped, but they can prove that you talked to someone. And that's the thing I, I tell people now. I want to. I don't want to meet like my friends. Like I don't want to meet nobody. Like all okay. the new kids, I don't want to meet them because my friends. I have a, a relationship with them that they they respect. That I don't deal with any of that shit. They don't deal with. They don't bring any of that shit around me. So it's like the new dudes. They don't fucking know me. Like, yeah. Fuck it, this fucking old part. <laughs> you know, so it's like I do what the fuck I want. I want I want to have weed. I want to have coke or whatever on me, and I have a gun on me. And I'm next to this motherfucker. Now I'm getting all in a phone call with him, just saying, "What's up? How you doing?" Yeah. And all that, and then I get called the fucking recall off some dumb of, shit. Getting a lot of trouble, bro. And and you really do have to watch the company you keep because uh, you just don't know. Like I mean, they're friends. You got friends, man. We all got friends, but you just don't know what's going on. And then. That guy could be in, under an investigation, and that's literally how they took the mob down. They got one guy, yeah. and then it was like, ch -ch -ch -ch, broke it all down. But yeah. I think that's kind of what led into like how Kennedy started fucking up. Mm. Was that he pissed them off right off right off the rip, yeah, right, and fucking got them going. And then who was it? Jack Ruby had ties to the mafia. Yeah, he was a nightclub owner, and I, I believe he had cancer and knew he was going to die, so. He conveniently killed Lee Harvey Oswald before Oswald ever really got to get his full version out of what happened, which he claimed he was innocent. But you got see the way I see it is like who wasn't fucking connected to the mob back in the days? They are the ones that had the money. It still is though. I mean, like the 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 gangs, the mob, it's still there. I mean, they still it's organized crime. Yeah, they still have the water. They, they still have the ports in the city and in Jersey and all oh, the unions and shit for sure. They're into like Bosch and Lom and all kinds of like. They evolve, <laughs> but like you gotta think about cybercrime, all that stuff. If like, I know that right, and he he's a mob member, right, cop or whatever, and no I'm such to, thing. And I'm, trying to, I'm trying no. to, I'm trying to get, you know what I'm saying, and, I, and I'm trying to get elected, and I'm like, this, listen, dude, I, I'm, I need like fifty thousand to get this election going. You know, once I get in there, you know, you know I'll you. give you some little jobs and stuff like that in your neighborhood for your guys. Yeah, no show jobs. But who, that's All what I'm saying. Shit, so yeah. who, who back in the days wasn't fucking doing that? I would have loved one of those. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. No show union jobs. Yeah, make it a thousand a week. <laughs> Just a, shit, bro. Just but punch, they, have someone punching in for you. Right. <laughs> so that's what originally started the, the, the downfall of the mafia, too. So it was like these guys create the RICO Act. They fucking Giuliani did right. Giuliani created that. I think that was long after Bobby Kennedy. Yeah, I'm not sure if he, who created it, but I know he used that to, and that was like the first time that it really was used to bring down any type of right organized All right, so gang. Get, fast forward, right? Kennedy's in office a few years, right? He goes through. Did he go through four years before he was shot? No, no, no he, he wasn't reelected, right? Time, no, right. So he goes to Texas, right? Dallas. And that was his last day. So we yeah. get down to there. You said, like, like you said, there was Lee Harvey Oswald sitting in the watchtower. Almost impossible to fucking to 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 hit him. Yeah, hit I mean, target. They, Smart they, bullets. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just like how you know Webb got killed himself in the back of the head twice. Well, it's it not, happened. Dude, bullets are magic. It's like according to the CIA and you know. What was it the same US thing? Government happened with out. um. Bobby Kennedy is, you know, they Sirhan Sirhan's always proclaimed his innocence, and there were extra bullets. He had an eight-shot revolver, and I think they found ten. And some some people. So Nixon created it. Nixon. Nixon. Okay. Nixon. It was enacted as Title 
11, I think, of the Organized Crime Control Act of 1970 and was signed into law by U.S. President Richard Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> While its orig- original use in the 1970s was to prosecute the mafia as well as others who actively engaged in organized crime, its later application has been more widespread. It's so oddly convenient. More widespread. That right, Nixon yeah, you just need to, what, tie five people together it. or something like that? But that's a criminal enterprise. the one that created, like, the whole oh, fucking right drug shit. Technically, like, just the, the five of us in this room are a gang, if they want to label us one. Three and more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. It's whatever they say. But, so, Kennedy gets whacked. There's a whole bunch of theories, right? So, what yeah. the fucking... Well, no, I've, I mean, I... To me, it's one of those things is the best way to hide a lie is in plain sight. And I've always, like, bought into the like the, the shots from the grassy knoll, possibly. But I believe the shot that hit him and, you know, blew his brains out came from the driver, William Greer. And then if you watch a Zapruder film, you can almost see the, the Secret Service agent in the passenger seat grab the wheel with his hand. And you see William Greer turn around like a 180, and it's before he's simultaneous. So he turns around, and boom. And it's like, why, if the shots were coming from behind, why is Jackie Kennedy trying so hard to get out of the back of the car also? You know what I mean? So, in the, I mean, you know, they say, they say that the, the shine in his hand is from whatever on the film because it's so old and this and that. But if you pull up the video, it clearly looks like William Greer. Turns around. They just hide Oswald fires just firing around off from wherever he was sitting. Well, it's not even that. It's like, I mean, if you believe the official story, it's almost impossible for him to have even fired around off because they've done it out scientifically and broken down the time from where he would have had to fire the shot, do whatever with the gun, get downstairs because he was caught on like the first floor drinking a Coke, all calm. So it's like you just shot the president in front of all these people and now you're caught on the first floor drinking a soda or something. And it was, you know, it was it was basically physically impossible for him to be able to, to do that. First of all, the shot. Then get downstairs and just kind of be hanging out. Then you have pictures that supposedly it's George Bush, Father Bush, standing outside Where? the depository. Yeah, the Texas but I, depository. I, I, won't, and, I won't say the driver because if you think about it, if you're a driver, I'm that close shooting you in the head. That will open up a melon. Oh, his so melon got opened up. Yeah, Alvin, <laughs> his brains went on the back back of the car. Oh which, shit! Yo, which bro. they destroyed the car. There's a video what? too, isn't there? Like, yeah, there's a Pruder film. Yeah, it blew his fucking yeah. head like, right off. I, I don't know. Yeah, the back like of his head went. Like right I on. always heard about it, but I never really like study it to look into it and be like, oh. Like, yeah, he it, it, it blew his brains out. It's widely. And then what was left of his brain disappeared <laughs> when they did the autopsy. His brain disappeared, just like another little wrinkle into the whole thing it's like where's jfk's brain no one knows <laughs> they lost einstein's too though didn't they yeah so they destroyed I mean, the car if i had a piece of fucking jfk's brain i'd keep that shit too <laughs> somebody's <laughs> got like, it. yo that's jfk's brain <laughs> what's left of it what was left of it that shit probably a program to Did, a computer uh, einstein's shit. brain is not lost and then like someone paid top dollar for that governor conley they nobody just loses like, he got hit with a bullet brain that doesn't yeah. happen and they found the bullet on his bed in the hospital. Like Who's this? Uh, Governor Conley, who was sitting in the middle. They found the bullet on his the bed. The bullet that hit him, they ended up, uh, that was like the magic bullet that took the 90 degree angle or whatever it was. But I believe, yeah, when he was in the hospital, they somebody came in and they were like, oh, here's the bullet. Happened to be laying, <laughs> on, his, laying on his bed with him. 
found it yeah. in my pocket. So, so the dude <laughs> shot somebody from inside his hotel room. And well, no, it like, was a wow. public public library he was in. It was like oh, a huge Texas tower. book depository, it was called, yeah. I think. So how far was it from the car? Like over a mile? No, no, it wasn't that far, but it was, I mean, he would have had to shoot through trees. He would have had to, with the, with, with the moving target, the gun that he had, he would have had to get off three, whatever it was, three or four shots in an amount of time that he, the gun possibly couldn't possibly have the done. Car was he had still a bull action. And, yeah, and, and just like action, you physically they, they couldn't do it. He had one. Yeah, you physically couldn't do it. You couldn't fire that amount of shots and at once. You see the people ducking and running up the hill to chase, you know, hmm. just a, a whole bunch. So it's, it, I mean, there's, yeah, there's so much with that. But, they say that the most exasperating one is how did Oswald, who was able to hit President Kennedy in his upper back at a distance of around 190 feet, and then in the head at a distance of 265 feet, manage to miss so badly on the first and closest shot. And then, I mean, all his military uh, records and stuff, it, he was like definitely underwhelming uh, so marksman. A little bit under 300 yards, right? So 300 yards. And you're telling me Secret Service don't know, they haven't, didn't see him preparing for this. Like, that doesn't make sense. Well, typically, you know? distance if you're up on a third floor, technically. Yeah, but you think that's a spot they would look, right? They Like, you, you got a fucking watchtower. That's a per, like, if you got a perfect view, if somebody watch the, the Secret Service is down there watching, like, the whole, like, setup for the parade and all this shit, right? And you're just looking up, and there's just, like, this giant fucking watchtower. You don't check that thing? Yeah, they don't check that. that. They, that's what I'm saying, like, I don't know how it what was did that back mean in the day. Back, exactly. That what what did that mean back then? Like besides just kind of keeping an eye out. And they would never think anything, somebody would you know probably I mean? kill the president. Maybe I don't, I don't know. But no, like, there were a couple of presidents shot before him. Yeah, obviously Lincoln and who else was it? Garfield, James Garfield, yeah. was he shot? So, yeah. Might even been one more. And these guys don't think about three hundred yards. It's not. Something that's that far for you not to have secret service there or, or police officers there right. checking stuff around. So that's 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 what makes that's what opening up to people questioning it. Well, I think there's. <laughs> well, there's, I mean, if it was such a shitty area to do it in in the first place, why did they even have that? Parade the whole well, the whole parade route was something that went against secret service. Exactly. Like code you're not supposed to take like the certain terms. They want yeah, to exactly. put them in the too, right? Yeah. And, but um, is that something they made after? When did they make that code? I'm sure, sure they revised it after the fact. As yeah. far as I know, even even back then, it, it was you know not strongly strongly suggested that he didn't even make that appearance in Texas because of all the rumblings, and he wasn't very well liked in Texas. That's why he was trying to go there for you know yeah. win people over for re-election. Yeah. So I think there's lapses in the Secret Service too. Yeah, you know, it should happen. Well, there weren't any agents on his car. If you notice that, they were on the car behind there's the a, car. <laughs> but there's then a theory they came that once Jackie was trying to get out. No, well, there's a theory that the shot came from a Secret Service agent walking behind the vehicle. Yeah, you got and the guy who opens up the dude, and it's like a hot day in Texas, and you got a dude in black suit, head to toe, and he just opens an umbrella out of nowhere on a sunny day and pulls. I mean, there's just all kinds of weird stuff that happened. It's pretty you really wild. Have to like go, you could just do a whole two hours or more on just JFK. They were, well, they were supposed to release files this year too, weren't they? Or 2020, they were supposed to release files related to the JFK assassination. I don't think yeah. they ever did. They don't fucking do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think they ever did. I think Trump was supposed to do it, but obviously, you know how that goes. Yeah, you get fucking. Uh, 
You get like, ah, you know what? We'll release those. Nah, you know what? Dude, we found some shit in there. We don't want to redact. So, all right. You know what? The release it, it'll be you know, all blacked out. Yeah. Well, that's why I was like, I started to dive into those uh, CIA files, and they're all like PDFs and shit. And um, there, there, there's a fucking shit ton of them. There's a I lot. Bet. Like just the ones that were released this year, there's like eleven hundred of them. Really. Yeah, some of them are just, like, bulletins and shit, like, interagency fucking messages, like, a bunch of different shit, but they got some cool things in there. They got shit related to, like, the Stargate program, bro. I don't think they're going to have, like, a piece of paperwork come out. No. They keep, uh... No, the good stuff they'll fucking keep. For sure. Why why would you... I I see they giving us a little bit, you know, just, like, the real shit that they know. Probably not. What about the Stargate, though? Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, I the, mean, the, the CIA. Like, well, we got more assassination. What time? <laughs> yeah, it's up to you guys. We've been doing it for yeah. an hour and six minutes. It's up to you. I'm fucking. But here. still, I'm like here legit. For it. Like I didn't go you know through any I, of them, but it was you legit. Know how I give it up. I fucking say a legit <laughs> CIA document. That yes, talking about yeah. Stargates. Yes, uh, Stargate. Okay. Well, so Stargate. Stargate? Well, Stargate project, I believe, was actually like a remote viewing project. So remote viewing is they would give people that that. Like a, a manila envelope. And, like, don't quote me. You can Google all this shit. But they give them a uh, manila envelope with, like, fucking coordinates in it to, like, somewhere on, like, fucking Mars or, you know, not even here. And you would have to see what's in that location without knowing the exact coordinates. Right? So it was like like they could put themselves in a trance, like a, like a astral trip, like a uh, astral projection, and go to these coordinates and give accurate information to the CIA. Just from sitting like where we are right now. Word, like the men who stare at goats, like that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, dude, that's such a good movie. <laughs> I see that possible happen. It's pretty wild. Like, no, dude, it did happen. The yeah. CIA put research into Whatever. it. They put money into it, and they still do it. Because it was like dudes like Edgar Case. They started looking back into that Edgar kind of Casey? Stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, yeah, no Edgar idea. Casey. Edgar Casey. Um, but but uh, he did it in his sleep. Right. Or in like... He would kind of hypnotize himself, like in a chair. Um, yeah, so a lot of the, along the same lines. Um, they, but there's also files in there relating to like the um, like how they view the universe, also. So like their their conclusion, like one of their papers, like and you can go right on the CIA website, CIA.gov, go right into the library <coughs> and get any of this shit. It's right on the website. And uh, they have one that's like uh, how they determine that what we're living in is a hologram. Yeah, you know, like just like, like that, like but deep meditation, uh, certain psychedelics, <coughs> and um, oh shit, what was the other one we were talking about? Like astral projection and all that bullshit can get you out of it, like out of the hologram that we live in. Like everything is projected onto us. Yeah, yeah. but the CIA, so the C- Central Intelligence Agency, put work into this shit, and you can go and look it right up. Well, for sure, you know bro. So no doubt. And Chap and I were gonna get into it, like, but if you guys are interested, uh, one of these nights we can do it again. Fucking actually get into the files and shit. I yeah, for sure. We should just pull them out. And be like, no, I would have brought my laptop. Listen, yo, hit me up, bro. We'll do fucking. You know what I mean? I'd love to have your own episode too. Oh yeah. You know, try to get all these guys on their own shit. My thing is, like, where do I fucking start? Do we start off the fucking gang? Dude, we can talk. Two, two things I don't know is either gangs or like my my religion. That's the only two. But things but those are two very interesting things to me. And like I mean, I, 
me personally. Uh, whoever's listening, I hope enjoys it, but I enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I could fucking go for hours on a culture of fucking gangs, and I could trace like one thing I'm working on. Well, I was working on before COVID came was a uh, a lineage of gangs and masonry. Yeah, yeah, you know, and how how the gang culture in California got they 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 stand they they, they sign yeah, and all I, that. I've seen some stuff on that before too, especially yeah. when you're talking about the tags, like some of some of the original tags and stuff. Definitely oh, yeah. had Masonic symbolism, especially with GDs. Like G, they got GDs in, in Alabama and like down in the Mississippi area that are really considered Masons. They consider they, I mean, they come from John Jay. They clandestine, but well, I've. I personally have never been a big fan of that word in masonry because there are the clandestine lodges, that, but they're the ones that, you know, just taking it for money. But it's one of those things where it's like masonry literally got whitewashed. It's like, you know, there's, we have brothers that think it, masonry started in the 1700s in Scotland. It's like, no, this is the black man science from Egypt and before. And Deep, we've adapted it and, and what literally whitewashed it. And, so we like to think of a clandestine lodge as just maybe it, it definitely has a stereotype of being lodges that are Prince Hall affiliated or not even Prince Hall affiliated. I mean, you know, look at like Malachi York and people like that who would take all the Masonic stuff. But a lot of these lodges that are claiming to or are claimed to be clandestine are actually practicing real masonry. It's and, all about and so and education and ritual. When, so I got somebody uh, that could d- debate. Real good on that masonry came from the Egyptian. I have somebody for or uh, against it. Uh, against it. Oh, really? So he could basically show proof in history that it actually came from the um, from like the Muslims. The whole secret society came from Muslims. Well, like the Moors and uh, well, the I mean Su- the Sufism. <laughs> See, now we're getting good. It came from. Well, uh, I've, I've heard that deep. like Sufism, like a lot of it, like came from that, but. Like a lot of what I think Francis Bacon learned, but I mean more like the Egyptian mystery school stuff. You know what I mean? Because like, people he he, he showed pool that basically the language of Egyptians basically changed so many times. So what they think they translate right now could be wrong because the the language changed throughout time. Because basically, when a new king came in office, the language and the culture and everything was changed. Switch them out. Right. So it's like, how do you know that the original one matches the? The one from twenty years later, right? How you know it's the same language? Well, so how do you know after they they, they got done that that language was passed on? Same as like the ciphers changing things over the years. It's still, still. I think certain certain institutions probably carry the same same message, same signs, exactly. grips, words, tokens, There's... because you're the carrier of this knowledge. You're the one that's supposed to pass. There's always going to be an underlying truth beneath. But I mean, all those like I, I can see what you're saying with the dynasties because they, they did. They come in and they're like, "Oh shit, I'm the shit now." Yeah. Build this fucking right. pyramid. Build this statue. I'm, I'm talking like beginning of you know, well, like back to Sumerian. I mean, the, the, the mystery school teachings, the things like that. The reason you do open and close a lodge, and the reason you're supposed to do it a certain way, and literally it it, it is like a spiritual thing, and mm-hmm. comes from Egyptian mystery school stuff. Like I mean, well, from studying and watching the stars and the way that, like you know, every and patterns in general, and it for sure. Like people used to bug out when I used to be C, uh, SD. 
I should be seeing a deacon and I will literally bow down and open the Bible. And people will be like, well, why do you bow down? Like, listen, this is the Bible. Yeah. You, you took an oath, you know what I mean? Like, bow down. So you should respect this Bible every time you open it up and you sit in front of it. So uh, so people was bugging out over that for a while when I was SP. <laughs> but oh. technically, oh, that's but technically, you're, 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 you're call how you want to do it when, when you're open the in the charge. If you're, if you're the senior deacon, you're the only one that's technically supposed to touch the Bible. But one thing is, why, why, why wouldn't they consider that into being a practice? I'm sure some places it is a practice. Uh, because you have to have a, like, I mean, you come to the sign of fidelity, mm-hmm. first of all. Before you before you even get to it, so like I mean, I guess right there you're kind of doing it right there, and then the bow is a little extra. But at the same time, I mean, I think for show, great, definitely. Like if you're going for like the try to fucking like sell the shit. Oh yeah, listen, I hit my points. Yeah, you have to. (laughs) I mean, some people just walk. No, you have to. That that's what I mean. Like there's a way to open and close the lives. Like you're literally supposed to be opening a portal and. Listen, I I miss be, it. Be leaving. I miss it too. Once the, yeah. between gavel bangs, you know, Listen, supposed I, to you transcend. Know, I miss it, man. Get that education and do all that good stuff. There's man. nothing like conferring a spaghetti degree, dinners. Bro. There's nothing like. Oh, I know, right? Nothing like it. Dude. Raising a brother. Like I, I've been more the last two years. I've been more in like involved with Prince Hall Mason than I actually been involved with Grand Lodge. Yeah, and it's weird. Don't blame me. <laughs> It's where, right, like on the twentieth, I'm going to a uh, what they call like I forgot what they call it, but they do like all three degrees in one day. Oh, gotcha, yeah. And I'm going like I got a couple of friends of mine that actually uh, changing their life up and becoming Mason. Nice, yeah, right. Just <laughs> like what if Alvin could do it? Oh <laughs> yeah, though. But that's, yeah. that's positive I, I'm, encouragement. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm glad that that they saw me change my life up, and and I always get credit to Masonry and religion for. Basically taking me from like the bottom and like making me who I am right now. Because if not, I probably would have been literally been dead or in fucking jail right now. Because yeah, I, I I do a lot. Of, don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect, but I do a lot of shit, not. and I limit myself because I know that this is not what Mason teaches me. Right, and yeah, this is definitely given the tools. You know what I mean? It's uh, how are you gonna use them? How are you gonna use them? So like a lot of my friends now, like they they get to that age when they want to change their life around. They I said, listen, this helped him out, become a better person. Maybe it could help me become better in life. And that's well, it certainly gives them a foundation to build on, right? Mm-hmm. Like, literally. It gives you the foundation to work on. And I got the asshole Masons that, that they see you look at me like, oh, he be around fucking gang members. He's, he's still a gang member or he's doing gang member shit. I'm like, Man, like, how do you expect these dudes to change if they don't see the change and they don't see nobody got into the change? Right. Yeah. Well, you know? just, just be the, the change you want to be, man. It will happen. It's like they're all older for the most part and stuff. It's like, yeah, it's just it's it's, a different, it's life. It's, a it's different, life. It's, Respect like yeah. what they did and, you know, do better. What it's they, different, though, you because know? you're still dealing with certain older individuals for that sure. are, that are just, old and you know? white cops <laughs> and... <laughs> well, yeah. so I mean, at the same time, it's tough. I don't want to disclude them, and and you're right. It's like it's hard. Most people just it's you know, I don't know, receiving oh, and are, being. You go right off the bottle, man. I'm Ooh. not worried about that. What is what is that? <laughs> Whiskey. Uh, ooh, a little bourbon. Good for you guys. 
Yeah, yeah, most of the done at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I made it this far. You got dudes that like literally I know for fat like fucking like looks at me and like be disgusted. Like, oh, they're not this in it for the right reasons. Well, same thing. I, I mean, even me to an extent, I get, it, I get or, it. I they're in it for different reasons. And I, and, and half of them, I'm, I'm literally like, I'm, I'm a very open person. Like, you ask me a question, like, literally, I would tell you if it's gonna hurt your feelings or not. So if like they would ask me like what what are you doing what's going on with you and shit like that but like listen man this is my friends I knew I knew these motherfuckers since I was fourteen right. years old and this is I am the only light that they they see that's outside this fucking streets you know what I mean so it's like if I could go back and tell them like and, and introduce them to a different lifestyle like I take some of them to the cigar bar hey meet this guy this this guy and introduce them to a different life. Right. That opens them up to be like, listen, I don't have to be in the fucking streets all day, smoking weed, rolling dice, or gangbanging. I could do some shit else that's calm and 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 yeah, you can and, still and smoke relax. weed. Well, that's yeah, the thing. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm talking like, like sitting nah, outside in the corner fucking store. And I'm all like, so right. manifest some balls. Like, yeah, like, for where, sure, it's a every, positive, you know, and they don't know where to fucking start from. So like somebody for me that's going back and saying, listen, man, just. You should start from here. You know, this is where I, and then I go from experience. Like, this is where I started from. And this is, was, and then I, and I tell them, I'm not perfect. I'm not what I'm at in fucking life, but it's better than, and they see like, it's better than what the fuck we're doing out here right now. So. It's constantly working. Trying to perfect that's that, con- That's what I'm saying, though. It's constantly working towards something, towards, towards being better. Mm-hmm. It, it's just every day getting better. And it, it, I think it's positive encouragement to get these guys, all of them, anybody we can. I mean, obviously, they gotta gotta give up some things, you know. But oh, yeah. but it is what it is, man. You gotta like, like, gotta be there. Nah, I'm not even gonna friends are friends, man. Listen, man, we all do our thing, bro. We all do our thing. But um, it just like I said, man, it, it, it hurts my feelings that that dudes in the brotherhood that we supposed to have. Well, those are the guys that aren't in it for the right reasons, or in it to get out of the house, or whatever it may be. Political reasons, and I don't mean political like on the social. The, I mean political on the Masonic level, or they just want the yeah. titles, or they want to be like a district, this or that. So, I mean, same thing with me. I, I, it'll be seven years in April for me. Oh, we definitely, yeah, I'm definitely yeah. a, a different person than what year I was that? at. I, I was at your third degree. I, yeah. I, I, I was. I remember being there. What um, year was that? Seven years ago. What was what was it? Do the math. What was it 2014? I guess. Show right? seven years ago. No, I was raised seven years ago, but I was already raised when I went to Damn. the year third degree. Because I, I came in, again. I came in uh, September. I, <laughs> I told get 2013. <laughs> Tommy, so get maybe you. it was 20 oh, April of man. 2013 that I. Well, I didn't get raised to 2014. Okay, so maybe Remember, that was I, I, I got my uh, uh, fellow craft degree with uh, your BC. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yep. I was at both of them. I was yep, at the, yep. your second and third. Yeah, that was that was a side note. I went to that funeral with you guys and everything yeah. like that. I didn't even know to do, but like, listen, you, but the, you went through something. Too. Yeah, yeah. And, and the brotherhood yeah. aspect of it—that's that's what I was trying to go with. It was like the brotherhood aspect is we had a good what, show out there too. I was there. Yeah, when I when I when I joined, it was I was like I want to get the education. I want to read the books in the library. I want to do this. I want to do the reading course. I didn't think that I would just build on the brotherhood like that. Where like. All four of us sitting at the table are here because of the brotherhood. It's you know what I mean. Yeah, like it, it, it really. And is then too. I've noticed, you know, over the course of the seven or eight years, like you said, I'd, the the negative energy, the negative people have weeded themselves out of my life slowly, and I'm pretty much surrounded by brothers and and 
positive influences and things like that to, to try to keep me on track and keep me moving forward. And like you say, you can only only keep going to the light. Like, listen, Mount Zion, you fucking do, man. To me, besides fucking Clinton laws, you guys got it. Yeah. Like, when I go we there, listen, I never had a, bi- a bad vibe from any of the brothers of Mount Zion. Yeah, they're amazing. And I've been to many lodges up here. And I never had a problem with Mount Zion. Like, those dudes is on Can't recruit, but I don't think I've seen you actually. (laughs) I don't think I've actually seen you in the physical since the picnic. Yeah. And that was last 2019 because of the COVID. So well, that's why I was, I was, I was actually going to do a dual membership of Mount Zion. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Can always affiliate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now it's was... not a good time though. But they, well, they just lifted like ten person per Tough meeting feeling, thing. But Dude, that's why it was so cool. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> hit me up too because like Chap, like I said, Chap and I were gonna just do our thing, and then you hit me up, and I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude, swing through, fuck great, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah, man, fun. And then I talked to Tommy. I was like, "All right, Tommy, we'll be there at seven <laughs> so I was like, Let's just get everybody together, dude. This is like, manifested. Like, and I tell him last time, like, "Yo, Clinton Lodge was his. Like, yeah, Clinton Lodge and Mom, I was and Van Rensselaer were like my second homes when yeah. I came in because, like, dude, that was like the first two lodges that I went to and actually seen the degree and those dudes. Um, yeah, several like, over there, dude. Was Rich like on point. I'm like, oh, I could, I could." Jack, laugh and joke with these guys. Uh, I don't have to be fucking uptight <laughs> with the fucking tie up I broke uh, and shit. Like, right. We had a lot of fun, man. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. And we tried to keep it fun. Tommy's awesome. disgruntled. Especially when Evan. <laughs> I don't know. 2012, bro. 2012. You know. Was I, when I, I, was I mean, like, I was, it's like, I, my, uh, my third got pushed again. Again? So, yeah. Now, now April, supposedly. Wow. So, we'll just do we'll just do it for you. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's do it somewhere. Like we'll find a cave. Get, get a dispensation. Like, do it. Do it legit. Yeah, this this year Mason and the Grand Lodge in New York have been fucking crazy. Dog, a lot of so crazy. hold Everybody on. So I, I know we probably shouldn't get to you know what, never mind. We'll talk about this off air. But there was a very interesting post. <laughs> I know you was going yeah, to I saw, I saw it. Don't do it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not gonna I'm not gonna it's not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do wanna come back. <laughs> but it was a it was a, to be fair, it was a public post. It was not He deleted any, it though. No, and he did, but that. I'm just saying it I'll was it was that. not posted on any private page, it was not posted on any private Straight group, up. it was posted on a well very public profile. Full yeah, sense. Somebody from the gram. But his Full point yeah. was on point. Like, Yo, yeah, hey, has, hey, hey, listen, hey, hey. Accountability. Hey, it yeah, is what it is. But anyway, we, we're not supposed right. to That's why I don't that. care about the politics. It's but, like, I don't ever want one of those purple aprons. I don't know how anything. Strong, how strong is our team? Keep I'll bricks. stick to my books. Yeah. <laughs> our dudes. Keep like, laying our, bricks. Our dudes are just amazing dudes. Like, obviously, everybody at this table, we got Johnny. We got, there's countless dudes. Raf, there's fucking... Just too so many West, the name, there's, yeah. there's too many to name. Seb, our team is so strong with the guys that have come together. Kenny. So, Kenny, too. Shout, shout See, out. See, now I'm know. just going to start naming everybody. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's a lot of us, man, and uh, everybody brings uh, something to the table, and we're just all pushing each other forward, and I love it. It's like, even, and, even and we all have Masonry, our own, like, you know idiosyncrasies and our own little just weird shit about us but it all just kind of clicks because it's like oh dude fuck yeah we're all weird how long <laughs> have i been weird. mason like fucking weird dudes year and a half two years now maybe it's like i don't know it just kind of all happened oh tommy like, you really fell right quick. in <laughs> real quick it, it, it was it, the opposite for me it's dan, like I, I i just saw like i was like i knew what i came for shout it's out like, to dan hogan i for already bringing I, you around <laughs> for sure it was Hogan? Sure. Yeah. Well, well, I met him through Hogan. Well, yeah, because it's like Hogan oh, I thought, was started working on his house. And, oh, Fran- oh, oh, come around. I was yep. say, I, 
Yeah. I thought like joining. I was and uh, he needed help. Yeah, so shout out to I Dan Hogan. Uh, <laughs> I like my electrical services to him, and he. Uh, Mark Foss. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Foss. Foss. So, keep going. Keep going. Dude, everybody, bro. <laughs> See, I got, I, I got introduced to it from being clandestine, and uh, one good good brother that I, I I should be checking on him more than I should. Um, he, I met him to work, and one I used to deliver to him, like being a FedEx guy. And he's always the IT guy, and I'm like, listen, I'm talking to him about Mason. He doesn't know that I'm clandestine. I don't know I'm a fucking clandestine. And so one day I find out, and he's like, listen, dude, you're a good dude. Let's see if we could work out, you know. And just it just so happened that you know I end up going into the lodge I went into. Wait, Mount Vernon? Yeah. Well, Mount you know what? That's a, and that goes to show you the difference in the character of each institution, right? Because now you kind of see through the bullshit with the first one, and this guy was so willing to be like, hey, let's get it figured out. But the thing is, one thing I, I could say, like the the brotherhood and the clan is. It's there, you know? Yeah. You know, like, not saying that it's not here in the Grand Lodge. It's just, like I said, a lot of people are into the politics. And, and to me, it's like they, they, they read these books, but they don't really practice those books. No. Because if you're practicing these books and studying these books, you would not they can, they look can, at me. They can parrot the ritual. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I, I, well, they just get through it like it's something that they have to do, not like it's something that Right, and I'm not the best ritualist ever. I have to uh, definitely prepare and study and do all that. But, you know, I've had conversations with people that are remember the book front to back. And I start to try to talk to them on like a, you know, esoteric book in like a cult type level. And they're like, wait, I didn't know Boaz was a person. I'm like, you didn't? Even before (laughs) Masonry, you didn't? Like, have you read the Bible? Uh (laughs) Just, you know, like. It, it never ceases to amaze you know, me. No, that's my my. I want to want no. It is my favorite book in the Bible. Is the Wolf and Boaz story. Yeah, that, it, that is like one of the dopest fucking stories ever. So that, that's why I'm like, take that man's apron. <laughs> <laughs> well, Snatch should, it. A lot of people don't, but again, some people join it for certain reasons, and others do other reasons. And I'm not knocking it, but it was just kind of. That's what I'm saying. People ask me like, well. What's the purpose of you being a mason when you get out of it? Like, dude, I can't explain that to you. It's different for everybody. Right. You're gonna find your own. You're gonna find your own like. There's something there out for of it, everybody. You know? So it's like, yeah. I can't. I can't give you my experience. I can't explain my. It experience depends on what you're looking for out of it. But because I mean, I, if I, you're looking for like this Illuminati shit, dude, you're fucking sadly mistaken. Well, we should but, we could talk about that for a little bit just to like clear up stupid shit because we brought it up about how you've heard stuff. So I obviously I mean I've always been into conspiracy theories. I'll read the most far out shit when the flat Earth stuff came out and started to get big a few years ago. I'm like, all right, I, w- I want to see what these guys are talking about. I watched the stupid videos that were supposedly the the go tos, whatever. I've always tried to go down those rabbit holes. And masonry, I feel, has always just been lumped in with these other groups that actually do exist out there that are doing nefarious things. You can't name people that joined masonry and then got famous or rich and famous because they joined Mason. You can look up people that are rich and famous or historical people that joined Masonry and they were already established. Yeah. We yeah, you drive by a Masonic Lodge, there's a sign out front that says we meet on the first and third Mondays at seven thirty. It's as simple as walking in and on a night that there's a lodge meeting and talking to a brother there and that's the first step to being a Mason. So, for me, that 
took years, and I wish I, I wish in my like twenties I would I would have known somebody that was a mason and joined. But what what made me discount all that stuff was just like we are so public. It's the not a secret society, but a society with secrets. Saying you know like yeah, we have a few things, but that's so we can recognize each other, and it keeps it sacred and it keeps it real. You know the funny thing is I dealt with that not only well, being a, a member in Freemasonry, but being a member in my religion. So my religion is 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 basically like a secret society religion where your your um ritual people can't know about. It. Oh yeah. So it's it's the power of man. So what is what is your like, ritual? You know, <laughs> kidding. <laughs> right. And right. I like to say I just personally like to say because everybody thinks that they know like the, all like the real grip and this and that and they try to put right. these pictures out. I've never ever in all these books and all the. Seen the Shit that I, I've never accurate. seen the real grip given. Yeah, so sure. I'm sorry, still folks. For, I'm still waiting for me to go to court and do these signs and shit and judge. But like, yeah, go ahead. Go yeah, exactly. Like, it's a sign of fidelity. <laughs> they're gonna let you go. If there's, yeah, okay. If Tap your foot three times. If there's anyone that can attest to that, that shit does not work. <laughs> it doesn't work. Everyone was up there throwing up the uh, sign of fidelity yo, from every, every state. Yo, everything, dude. <laughs> Like the winking, fucking. Well, I'm waiting for the uh, the next uh, have a million dollars in my account the next day type shit. Like, oh yeah, that's yeah. Like, what degree do I have to get to? Thirty eight. Thirty eight. I get a million dollars. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm gonna work on that. Yeah. <laughs> no. So dispelling some assignment rumors. Second degree rights of Memphis and Israel. I think yeah. the the problem with a lot of the rumors around Freemasonry is that it, it hasn't always been as open and. It shouldn't be. Well, I'm not saying it should be. I'm no, not saying it should just, be. No. But what they don't know, people make up. So, and then they get mad because they're not allowed to know. And at one time, there were a lot of people, actors, athletes, um, politicians that did join Masonry. This guy, he actually did <laughs> a great presentation. Uh, he used to work at the Hall of Fame. He was a brother, and he worked at the Baseball Hall of Fame. And I don't remember the numbers, but it's like thirty percent of the Hall of Famers were Mason. And there's and like which you know, sport? Baseball. No shit. Yeah, he he great presentation. But what uh Mount Vernon's secretary. Um his name can't come to my mind right now. He used to be part of that. Like he was real educated with Masons and baseball players and stuff like that. Nathan Tweel? Nathan Tweedle? No, no. This guy's name can't come to my mind. I haven't been to that lodge in maybe three, four years. Yeah. You got to come out to Mount Zion, man. Please. Definitely. Yeah, that was, uh, that was my second home. Mount Zion. I never visited Mount Zion. Because you guys meet the same night Mount Vernon. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we do. Because so, <laughs> we've right. traveled there a couple times. But yeah. I would, what, my year in the East, I, I did a night where we traveled to Mount Vernon. And it was, well, the Grand Master came by the consensus was kind of like well they don't have a couple over here <laughs> oh shit <laughs> no listen man we used to get busy i used to oh edwin would just be know, like round up dudes like two dudes. two cars of brothers just showing up wherever and that, that's 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 the thing <laughs> I, I can't I, wait i, I dude, feel I like it'd be missing in masonry is that that brotherhood kick up yo let's go over there and go hang out with these guys and that's what i'd be looking for <clears> in some of these lodges and i'm like Dude, I remember one of the first times you came to Clinton. I don't even think it was. I think it was for like one of the breakfasts. I don't even know if it was for my first time I was there. I was for, uh, to watch a uh, uh, NL Apprentice. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I came with my cable tow. We came there. Uh, first, I went to Mount 
Van Rensselaer where Evan was was from after. And then we went to Clinton Lodge. I think I met you at at, at yeah. Van Rensselaer. We went to Clinton Lodge afterwards, like a days later or weeks yeah. later, whatever it was. And then you guys were doing a breakfast, and I went to the breakfast. I'm hungry. Saturday yeah. morning. So much fun, <laughs> man. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, the food was, yeah, the food was always good. Yeah. Oh, that shit was, yeah, that shit was almost The food was definite. more like the icing on the cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You couldn't do it. Yeah. Just getting guys together. That's man. when I met uh, Ralph, too. Raphael. Yo. I used to see him do it in gym. He used to go to the ABC, and then he never knew that he was a Mason until, like, went to the, when he came out with his book. He was at Clinton. I was like, yeah, fucking grab the book. Come on. Bought the book off, man. Yeah. The best. Best dudes, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. Just building bridges. The best dudes. I'm trying to talk him in. We did an episode, man, about uh, Haiti. Mm. And fucking, he just was so far away from the mic, man, that you, like, you can't hear him. Mm. And I was like, dude, we got to redo it. And he's just like, come on, man. Like, really? And he's like, yo, we got to try to redo it. Raphael. He's in love right now. He's a vault. Yeah? <clears throat> Isn't he always... No, oh, he's the best. But yeah, he's a vault. He's a vault of knowledge. You could talk to him about just about anything. And it was, it was, bro. It was a great event. Well, that's time. that's why I wanted to talk about like Haiti because that's that's him, you know. And uh, it fucking, I'm just so upset that the, the episode didn't pan out. But at the same time, it was like such a great conversation, right? You know? I just that was before I started fucking with my sound, and now I got to try to talk him into doing it again. I just called him. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Shout out. Chat. Uh, that's fine. Put him on speakerphone. Yeah. Put him on the spot. Yeah. That's awesome. So, what are you guys doing for the rest of the night? Sleep. Shit. Sleep? <laughs> you tired, Tommy? Yeah. You're all inactive this episode. Oh, you guys were all active. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get in if I wanted to. No. <laughs> Which I'm, is cool. I'm so glad you guys came. I'm so glad that you guys hit me up and uh, we got the chat. I said what I had to about web. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was definitely like a different. Like, and then quite a mix of shit. spun off a couple of times. I, mean, I definitely did my thing. <laughs> yeah, really? yeah, I think this one like everywhere. That, that's what we do. It's all right. That's what it's supposed to do. It's like a different <laughs> podcast. Well, right it's, well, that's the thing is it's like every, like, it's hard because it's like everybody, like me and Chad will do a topic or me and Tommy will do a topic and like me and you on one-on-one will do a topic. But like when we get together, it's so hard to have four <laughs> right. dudes on one fucking topic. So it's like we just flow. We just do our thing and we have fun. And I enjoyed it. Yeah. So we'll probably wrap it Definitely up. Definitely got to come back and do something. Though. You fucking hit me up, man, if you're up here. Yeah. Throw your shirts over there too. Yeah. Edwin's always down. Yeah, always. What are we doing? What are we doing another one? Yeah, hey. always. I gotta get episodes out. I gotta get content yeah. out. No, you're not bored yet with me. <laughs> no, <laughs> Yo, everybody loves those fucking shirts. Yeah, yeah that's just see me with the shirts and the hoodies and like yeah, yeah, that's hoodies. Just like, oh shit, shout out to Sean Prusso with Pru, the bro. with the design on the front. Pru, I need Pru. to get with him, man. I need, yeah, to, he I need can, to get my brand out there. Like, oh, he can come up with some crazy stuff. he's nice. Let's collab, man. Let's talk. Crew will hook it up. Like he hooked my shit up. I'm trying, and I got him. He's like, been nice with it since like Photoshop came out way back. You know, I got him working on all kinds of shit all the time. I'm like, I got him working on a logo, bro. Yeah, he he was he sent it to me. He's like, does this look too cartoonish? I said, well, I don't know. How do you want it to look? Like, <laughs> like it doesn't look like a real lit, a real gray, but 
Yeah, it's like cartoon, everybody huh? fucking runs from my logo. I have this logo that I want to get done, and everybody fucking what runs from doing it. It's, it's uh, hard, bro. Well, you probably don't want to throw it out there. Nah, Someone might steal it. I, I mean, it's, it's an angel, you know, the angel that um, basically has six wings. It only takes one. <laughs> yeah, true. The angel, what? The angel that has six wings. Oh, okay. Basically, it covers uh, the face and the legs, and then one that, that flies away. Right. So, I came out. That that was my logo. No matter what, what company, what name I have for my company, but I have one day I fucking woke up and I said, "Listen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it Dio something," not realizing that that company name and that logo matches, because that angel is basically what plays God at the gate and just sings, "Holy God, Holy God," and oh, Dio man. Santo means "Holy God," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit, this it's is it right here." That's the universe. <laughs> I was like, "This is it right here." That's but I can't find nobody. I can't find nobody that fucking do the. To do a logo like I want to do it. Sean will do it. Yeah, hit Everybody's him up. Scared. Everybody's scared. Hit him up. Well, well, yeah. All right. So in my travels, he's just trying to find a fucking logo, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like I've had like <laughs> it's evolved quite a bit, but it's so hard because I have so many friends that are artists. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, "Yo, man, what's up? You want to do a logo? I'll pay you." You know, and they'll be like, "No, nah, dude, I'll totally do it for free. Don't worry about it. I'll sketch it up." I never never hear, hear back. <laughs> oh yeah, I get that. <laughs> you get know. That. And it's like, I do, uh, that's why I'm trying to pay you. So it's like, yo, I'm fucking trying to commission you right now. Like, I need to, I need and then it's like, none of, none of our friends want to take money from, Listen, from each other either. So it's like, it's just the way it is. And I have one girl I pay. She charged me like $300. I pay her like half up front. And she did like half of the fucking logo and just went missing on me. Yeah. Damn. So yeah. Fuck. He'll, he'll, he'll do it. He'll do it for sure. Hey, pro up. He's nasty, bro. He, he's, like I said, he's working on shit for me right now. I just was like, oh, you want to do some more? <laughs> yeah. like, you want to do some more, buddy? And he's like, fuck yeah, dude. So, Another solid brother. Another <laughs> solid brother. Shout out to Sean Pru. The Einstein design. <laughs> ah. Fucking dope design, though. Yeah, yeah, it was cool, man. Uh, I like, definitely uh, got compliments on the hoodie when I wore it the other day. Bro, like, 16 oh, of them gone. Nice. So, yeah, I got to fucking get more of the prints. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, shout out to everybody that bought one. It's huge. Helps out for every, It definitely helps out. I ended up fucking buying one for free for my fucking friend. Not knowing. Because dude sells me a hoodie. I named things. Ask some price or anything. Just fucking send them $40 because that's what the going rate for hoodies. Right. That's what I, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm like. $25. <laughs> I sent wow. one to my friend out in, uh, out, she's out in Oregon. So I sent her one. Motherfucker at the UPS store put the the label on your label though, on the back. That's why I said to him, like, come on, man, what a jerk! You couldn't have put it on the other side. He's like, you already had a sticker on the other side. I said, yeah, I had the wrong address on it, motherfucker. Son of a bitch. Yeah, these kids. What a fucking jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, dude, they came out dope, man. They came out awesome. Fucking, uh, I like I said, your shirt's over there, so make sure you grab that. Yeah, I went to Brooklyn. My cousins was like, oh, that shit is dope. Like, yeah. I'm gonna order more prints. Time for the product placement. What's where's where? What's the website and how can people get it? Well, right now I'll put it up on Etsy. Uh, Etsy. You go on Etsy.com and just fucking uh, Shopify. I, 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 dude, I've been trying to figure out Shopify. Like, it's so weird, man, because like all of these sites charge mad fees. So like, instead of if I would have gave you that same hoodie online and you ordered it through Etsy, uh-huh. you would have been charged. What, Tommy? Remember, you went through that. Where'd you order it from? Yeah, you it, ordered like it, it, Big it, it, Cartel or some shit. Dude, it ordered, it like tacked on like $15. That's yeah. insane. So like if like my hoodie was 35 <clears throat> like which they will be going forward, is that's like another, that's like 50 bucks for a fucking hoodie. I wouldn't pay that shit. 
So I, mean, I, was, I, mean, I would I, rather I, say, I, 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 say I do all the time. I yeah. think this one I think was. 60. I mean, I guess I gotta just get caught up with the fucking times, yeah. bro. But yeah, no, you, I'm serious. You, you yeah. My friends, my forty dollars for a hoodie. I hate charging my friends at all. No, that's that's about. 10 to 20 under the going right. rate still. I think right. this hoodie, it was 60. Well, this, that's what I want This was 55, 60 for sure. My idea with it it's was was to kind of set the pace, set the tone with the mm-hmm. quality, you know, and it sucked because, like, getting anything over an XL, I had to do a different brand. So it was like, like next time, the next right. run. We get off air, deal with China. All right, that's, yeah, what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to deal with right now, China. Like, Alibaba, ooh, I don't want to. Yeah, 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 we'll talk about but, it. Like, listen, Shopify right now, I'm really working on fucking three stores. I'm, oh, I'm doing my sneakers and clothing brand. If I do that, right now, you've got a contract with freaking uh, foot sites, like Foot Locker for action and all that. Um, they just approved me for that. So I'm going to be putting sneakers, Nikes, Adidas, all that shit on there. Oh, nice. And then I have a, a, a spiritual store. You know, everybody's spiritual. So, um, <laughs> Not everybody. Unfortunately, yeah. so, there should be more people. So, <laughs> but the thing is, I um, one thing me and my sister is thinking about doing because you just went to Atlanta, and in my religion, basically they got these stores that you get your religious stuff from, like the Batani guys. They call mm-hmm. it Batani, and then like these people in there that don't know nothing about the religion, they're just faking it, right? Faking it and scheming like clandies, made, fake, made in China shit, right? And no, it's not even made in China. Like they faking the religion, and it's like they. People are eating up because if you don't know better, like it's so much of a secret religion, like people don't know who what's the religion. To. So I, I deal with Santeria and Palo Palo Monte, oh, yeah, or whatever. So like Santeria is open, but like Palo is like literally fucking. Don't even think about it. Like if you're not in it, you won't know shit about it, you know. And then that's the that's the dirty dark shit. That's the shit that gets right. dirty <laughs> and muddy. <laughs> I love it though. Yeah, that sounds nice. <laughs> but um, that's my, my store, and my third store I want to do is uh, is basically a, uh, like a Toys R Us. I'm gonna do a toy store. Sick, you know, and that that money from that, I'm basically gonna just. I got some toys. So for I got my, some toys for you. So if you want, so how do we find your do commission or whatever? How do we find your <laughs> shit on Shopify? Um, I'm still working on everything. Okay, so right. still in a beginning process. All right, that's so the next time get, you come, the yeah, next yeah. time you come, we'll have it figured out. We'll have some fucking. Some shit to promote. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. I definitely have some toys if you want to. I, I, I've been trying to sell. I Listen, bought two sellers. Basically, that, that just store store out. <laughs> is going to be for my sons. That's going to be my sons' incomes. You know the, like, that's, like, that's for them. You know, like the dunnies and all that stuff. The dunny toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The custom yeah, yeah. dunnies. I have yep. a bunch of those and a bunch of that's some custom all custom that. stuff like that. Right. I'd love to get rid of. There ain't no more toys of us. They they just basically closed down the last two that, stores. Yeah, all of them. So. Wow, it's it's an open market. The only market that's out there is Amazon. Yeah. Or eBay. So yeah. It's not a bad market to get into, bro. There's yeah. always Christmas. There's always fucking capitalism. There's always money out toys. there to be made, man. Yeah. You could go to fucking Walmart right now and make $20 just for yeah. nothing. Somebody else buying something. Well, yeah. that's well, the, like that's what I was trying to establish with these hoodies, man. It was just a good fucking brand. Like mm-hmm. I didn't want hoodies. Yeah, but work. then you're gonna have like that one asshole. Just I don't like, give the a shit. The last one was twenty five dollars. That's, cool. that's no, okay. I'm paying thirty five. That's like, fine. It, but Sorry, it, it is what it is, man. No, no, no I'm just you know right. me. I told you in the beginning. I'm like twenty five. You're like yeah. I'm like no, Should've man. No, that's what I'm like. You got like. But think about it. Like, but but it was give you the player price. I I right. I got I got hooked up with the fucking prints and shit. You know what I mean. So it's like. It, like I broke even basically, but at the same time, like that was the idea was just to put a solid brand out, not take a loss, obviously, mm-hmm. and fucking um, 
and just just set a, a fucking standard, man. I want to. My put, thing is, I don't. I have a blueprint how to make my own self speed machine. So I'm literally cutting the middleman. The only thing I need is the material, and I'm getting mm-hmm. that straight from China. Yeah. So I built me. It's literally cost you 120 dollars to build a self speed machine, and probably another eighty dollars on ink. You know, and that's gonna last you for a while. Damn. And everything is is profit. So you just yeah. need the design now. Yeah, I just need the design. Oh. That's the yo. That's the hardest fucking part. <laughs> Not <laughs> being getting proof, so yo, you, yo, be busy Pru, motherfucker. Proof's gonna be busy, <laughs> but that's the hardest part is finding like. And we all know artists, and we know they fucking draw. We know they tattoo. They, we know they do all this shit. But at the same time, like people are busy as shit. That's why I've been just trying to look outside of the box until I found proof. Yeah, well, it's nice to to to. I mean, unless you want something hand done. I mean, if you want something for digital design, he'll he'll do anything. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. No doubt. He's done he's done shirts for the Bills. Well, not the Bills officially, but the Bills Mafia before the Bills bought the Bills Mafia. He did uh, a couple charity shirts for like uh, the Buffalo Sabers, things like that. He he's he he's humble about it. He's done a couple hip hop artist album covers. Unlearned. He did uh, an album cover cover for him oh sure so Prue's done a bunch of stuff over the years he just doesn't like to like put it, it out there put it out there and he's like super humble too. about yeah he's super, you person. met him he's Prue's a brother at st george's I, I, I i'm sure you met him at least probably in, in, no, in the travel solid solid dude i'm sorry i gotta meet i've him known him weekend. since i was like six years old hmm. he and i petitioned together and like we we have always been into the, the so shit you since went to like Mount William Cooper went to Saint well, George. I actually went to Van Rensselaer first, and mm-hmm. he went to Saint George, and we met up with Sev, and Sev was like, "Look, man, you live out in Scotia. You're not gonna want to drive to East Greenbush. Trust me, I'll put you in contact with some brothers out there. That's it's the thing probably me, a better I, fit. I always lived in Troy, but never. Well, I, I, I lived in Troy, too, but at first I thought how it worked. It was like, okay, well, I know I know a couple of brothers. I knew Rick Whispers. I knew Sev. I knew a couple of brothers in that lodge. Shout out Rick Whispers. Yeah, I know, right? I haven't seen that dude in ages. But, so I thought I had to join that lodge. And then I realized, like, wait, I met some brothers from Mount Zion. I, I was walking distance away, so I affiliated. And then they came in line and slowly just transitioned out of Van Rensselaer. But it came worse than yeah, it happened. <laughs> Somehow it happened. They let me in the East. <laughs> nah, you deserved that shit, man. You deserved that. I was so angry. I couldn't be there. I'm sitting in a can like, fucker. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That one, I'm gonna, I went to go visit this dude. He's like straight mellow. Like, dude. Who, me? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Yeah, hey, I know. Like, Edwin, Edwin, he's like, I know, know same thing. Dude, I know that dude. I know that dude. <laughs> Edwin coming in. Yeah, he's like giving me the... Give me the lowdown on everybody, the visitors. Oh, like, dude. That's <laughs> yeah, a man. That bitch comes up. <laughs> yo, there's. Yo, that, no, is, that dude is my dude, the CO. <laughs> yo, for real, though. Like, I knew everybody from the street, though. Like, so, like, a lot of the COs down there, bro, like, they, yeah, they got a job, dude. But at the same time, a lot of those fucking dudes would crack your head. Because <laughs> yeah, like, they can get away with it. Well, probably. For sure, not. I'm not saying in the jail situation. I'm saying like oh, oh, other dudes. No, I got street situations. I've no, I know a couple of these dudes. Like I ain't gonna put their name out there, but um, that's the thing. I I like. It's weird to say, but I always wanted to be a fucking CEO or cop or some shit. But like, I worked in going through going through life and dealing with the fucking experience. I I worked in a yeah. I I worked worth it. I worked in a youth prison for a little over three years, Brookwood. 
um, down in Claverack, New York, right by Hudson, mm-hmm. and it's the the most secure. They call it a a center because it's children, so they don't want to call it prisoner. Right. But it's the three rows of razor wire, the whole thing. And when I first started working there, it was kind of cool because you know you're doing like social work and therapeutic stuff. And then by the like second year I was there, I was like breaking up fights and but that. Honestly, was because of like the bureaucracy involved and the changes that came from up top, and but it's like you you'd be sitting there. I'd be sitting there playing spades, and I'm like, "This all right? This kid's getting upset, whatever." I'm like, "Wait a minute, he's got two bodies, and he's like 17. Like, probably should de-escalate this and not let the spades game go on anymore." Like, but you forget because they're kids, and you know what I mean. And 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 you're trying to chill. You're trying to be cool. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the kids you gotta worry about. Man. No, I know. Well, I know. That's why he, he had the two bodies not on his own. Someone put him up to it because he was a kid. Yo, go go hit that's, these two guys and throw in the throw the shotgun at the incinerator. That's one of my other fears, man. Why is one of your little dudes? Like, yeah, just, nothing like, to lose. Want that name? Little pop off. That's how I was like, dude. I want him off. You gonna right, little pop off? Damn my name <laughs> when I come through. Like, oh shit, you gotta you gotta be a point. This yeah. guy coming here. So I know how it is. I just, I refuse just to be one of those kids fucking targets. Especially right. out here in Troy. Like, dude, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Troy would be a whole different city by the time I'm finished with Troy. Don't do Bro, it. Bro, these little edit, fucking edit. kids, man. <laughs> nah, nah, listen, man. These little, I know, man. My my nephew's in jail cough, right now. But where's the cough button? You need a cough button. Dude, I need a lot of shit. <laughs> well, five second delay of the people we got on this show. I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> I, mean, I had to edit out kidding. one of Tommy's fucking sayings. I'm not going to say it again because I'm not going to edit it out again. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it, man. I'm... Just to be clear, it wasn't one of his sayings. He just, no, like, no, no. He, he doesn't say it all the time. <laughs> yeah. No. True. Just having to True. pour oh, out in the essence. Yeah, no doubt. Well, anyways, we'll wrap this shit up. This yeah, Tommy's <laughs> about to fucking fall asleep over here. Mikey's fucking I don't know, having a seizure or something. He's fucking up that <laughs> WWE game. Yeah, no doubt. Well, thanks for fucking coming on, guys. It was a lot of fun, man. No, it was great catching up. And we'll fucking, uh, we'll talk. Thanks, guys. Peace. Here at the Nonsensical Knowledge Podcast, we take pride in supporting our small businesses and each and every one of these businesses we personally know and stand by. So if you happen to be in the Waterford area and need to get your hair cut, stop by the Straight Razor Society located at 99 Broad Street in Waterford, New York. My man Joe Kenny will hook you up. Contact Joe at 518-321-6607 to schedule an appointment. Do you have a property that needs to be cleaned out or junk removed? How about black mold or asbestos in your house? Call Clean Environmental Solutions to have it properly taken care of. My brother Irv Ackerman is there for you. Contact Clean Environmental Solutions at 518-417-2308 or visit their website at www.cleanenvironmental.solutions. Who doesn't love baked goods like cupcakes, cakes, cheesecakes, brownies? I mean, you name it. Sugar Mama Bakes makes it happen. Whether you want a custom cake or some of the old school favorite classics, they deliver on whatever you want. Check out their Facebook page at Sugar Mama Bakes and send them a direct message to place an order now. Are your gutters jammed up with leaves? Is your house super dirty? Check out my homie Steven at First Choice General Contracting. From pressure washing, gutter cleaning, and most other areas of construction, my guys at First Choice are there to get your job done right. Call Steven at 518-860-9371 to schedule an estimate. Looking for handmade crafts? 
custom decorations, or custom apparel, check out Scissor Sisters Crafts on Facebook and shoot these lovely ladies a direct message to place an order. For birthday parties, graduation parties, they're there for whatever you need. If you happen to be in the historic downtown district of Troy, New York, and need your ears trimmed, or maybe a shoe shine, go see my guy Johnny at Flipper's Barbershop, located at 97 Congress Street in Troy, New York, or schedule an appointment by calling 518-663-3734. Last but not least, make sure you stop over to the Nonsensical Knowledge YouTube page and click that like button and subscribe. Also, be sure to follow our Facebook page at Nonsensical Knowledge for more information, news, and contents. Once again, thank you so much for your continued support, and see you on the next episode of the Nonsensical Knowledge Podcast.